Good morning, Vietnam. Oh, no. Man, I know the feeling, dude. I can't see out of one of my eyes right now. Oh, buddy. I <clears throat> I had a chain reaction. I'm telling you, the warp nacelles of my nose is woo going mm. crazy. I, I uh, ate some uh, Fisher. Fisher? Blue Diamond. Fisher? Blue <laughs> Diamond. Blue Diamond. Jalapeno barbecue almonds. Delightful. Yum, yum, yum. Nom, nom, nom. Huh. Sitting here waiting for you. I sent my stupid gift to you. Or Jif, I should say, like the peanut butter. Uh, sent that to you. And then all of a sudden, my mouth. You, you know I'm a tender lad. Yes. My mouth got like... Like, if we're going to have a tickle party, you, you can't come within 10 feet of me. I oh smell. My God. So I said the BRB ran upstairs, brushed my teeth. I don't know how you are with this. <laughs> In my olden days, whenever I brush my teeth, and I don't go to town. It's not like I'm, like, up there with, like, 15 pounds of pressure on these pearly whites. Whenever I brush my teeth, it will instantly bring on my sinuses start draining. Interesting. And then once they start draining, like I said, a cascade of action. Once they started to drain, sneezing up a storm, got to blow my nose. I caramba. Ten minutes later, I'm ready for this call. Mm. Ah, terrible. That's terrible. I've gone well, through uh... three handkerchiefs. What am I supposed to do? I had to take. I had to take it out of my back pocket. <laughs> my, I had to take one out of my shirt pocket. Yeah, there you go. Then I had to remove my neckerchief. I've, I've, I've been uh, pushed all the way back to my neckerchief. Jesus Christ! What is the world coming to? Oh, God forbid somebody comes through the door. They'd be like, "Where's the fancy lad?" And I'm like, "He's right here." And they're like, "No, <laughs> he's not right there." You look Stop. like a bum covered in rags. Right? Where's his neckerchief? <laughs> Do it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, God. I'll tell you. So we had rain for like four days. Ooh. And, uh, and then it got hot. Oh. Like I wake up and I go to work and it's like 30 degrees and I leave oh. work and it's like 75. Wow. Cause yeah. we had freezing temperatures weekend, first three days of the week. Yesterday got up to 60 degrees. Woke up today, 20 degrees. Oof. So that I think that also has to do with my sinuses. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it could be. Well, mine is definitely allergies. I woke up this morning. Uh -oh. It could it could be that I got punched in the face at the movie theater last night. <laughs> yeah. What did you do? All right, we'll talk about that later. Oh. But okay. I woke up this morning, dude, and I feel like I got punched in my right eye, and it's been like Jeez. runny all day, and like, ugh, it's just fucking terrible. I could, could it be compacted? I mean, maybe. Like a sinus up there, you know, could it be compacted and it's like messing with your eyeball? I mean, I went to the theater, so I could have caught COVID. I don't know. Oh, no. Or, or you could have caught a piece of popcorn right in your eye. No, I didn't get any popcorn. Well, somebody could have thrown some. I mean, they could have. When could've. I went, the, the last Star Wars film I saw, not The Last Jedi, not Young Anakin. Solo? No, before that one. It might have been the second of the relaunch. Uh, okay, yeah. What one's that? I don't even know. DJ, answer. <laughs> um, but I went to I went to that completely sold out. Me and my buddy Dave completely wait, like, sold out. Wait, wait, wait. Like new re new stuff or like Clone Wars era? No, like James James Abram. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. that bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, completely sold out. 
and of, of course, we're the idiots. Uh, and this is before the assigned seating. This is like a year before the assigned seating yeah, yeah, at yeah. this theater. He drives in from the city. We're both excited. We grab dinner completely sold out and of course we're sitting at dinner just chit-chatting up a storm not thinking well we could be doing the same darn thing in the theater Mm. so instead where are we put right first row craning our necks up watching some stars watching some laser laser swords and sure sure enough towards the end battle here comes somebody flying a box of popcorn Mm. that cascades all through nikki Jeez. Uh-huh. Who would have thought? No good. Oh, it no was awesome. Good. Well, I'll good. tell you, I was a good boss today. Oh? I let three people leave work early today. Oh? Because they were going to go see the Batman. Oh, man, did they play you. Yep, they sure did. They said, hey. I said, what's up? Can I leave early? No. I have tickets for Batman. Oh, yes, you can leave early. <laughs> I'll see you at the theater. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Yeah, so uh, let, let's tell people what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about comic books today. I have yeah. a lot of stories. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk Our, about that. And then we're going to be talking about the most exciting film to come out this year. Finally able to see it. Yes. I'm giving a big I'm giving a big build up here. Finally <laughs> able to see it. Uh-huh. In theaters. So will, will Nikki see it at home? Yes, Probably. this weekend. We yes. are talking about Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Wait, I thought we were talking about Mask of the Phantasm. Oh, okay. You need to rewrite the doc, sir. Dang it. Dang it. Well, yeah. that's this weekend. You done messed up. Uh, anyway, so we're going to talk about the Batman, but we're going to save that till the end because I know some people are not going to theaters yeah. uh, and some people will be going to theaters, but they don't want to be spoiled. So I'm not going to spoil it. We'll save that to the end. And some people aren't going to theaters, and they still don't want it to be spoiled. <laughs> That's right. So we're just going to end our episode whenever we end it. It could be in ten minutes. Could be. And then the re- and then the rest of the episode after Martin does his outro will be the Batman. That's right. Very excited. Stay tuned. Very excited. I'm uber pumped to hear about it. You want a spoiler? I'll give you a spoiler. A, a non-spoiler yeah. spoiler. Yeah. I went to see it last night. And I went to see it today. All right. Mm. Spoilers. Spoilers. Mm-mm-mm. So, uh, man, let me tell you, we, uh, we've been watching Murderville. Have you heard of this show? I have heard of this show. And All I've right. heard great things and, and terrible, terrible things. things. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And I can totally understand why. And I will tell you this. It's only six episodes on Netflix, which, by the way, I'm thinking about canceling. We'll talk about that. Oh, no. You're going to join me. Yeah, I think I'm going to join you. Oh, but no. I'll tell you why. You know, I'm, I'm okay. going to tie that, my, my Netflix cancellation, into my story. Good. All right, very good. So I've had it in my queue for a little since it came out. It's not that mm-hmm. old. It's a few weeks, I guess. Right. Uh, but it's six episodes, and I was like, ah, oh, Murderville. That sounds like something Heather would watch because she loves true crime, right? For sure. And, uh, and we love, uh, what's his name? Will Arnett. So, yep. uh, so we're like, we should watch it. So we, oh, you know what? I know why we watched it because at dinner time, we always watch our shows together, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have like a lot of overlap, but, uh, so we remember I told you we had gotten the trial for showtime. Yes. So we had watched Yellow Jackets, which we really enjoyed. I know that's also a divisive show. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really enjoyed it. 
And then once we got done with that, the reason we had gotten Showtime was to watch Dexter New Blood. So we watched Dexter New Blood. And let me tell you, the whole time I was cussing at Dexter New Blood. Mm. Because the one thing I hated about the, the long-running Dexter series was when he had that goddamn kid. Okay? Uh, spoilers for a 15-year-old show. <laughs> um, but he has, he, he gets married to whatever her name is. Uh, the girl from Saw. And they have a kid. His name is Harrison. He names it after his dad. Um, and it was, some things are just like dumb. Like, just get rid of this kid. He's complicating things. Mm. Uh, I also hated his wife, so I'm glad she got killed. Spoilers. Wow. Uh, I didn't even know that. Yes. So anyways, uh, see, I, I stopped the show, the Colin Hanks season. That's when I, that's when I punched the ticket out. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, he was already dating Rita. Yeah, okay, so they get married, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they have a kid. But that's okay, that's good. Um, and does, then she, does the kid become the dark, what is it, the dark, the dark passenger? Well, he, he does have a dark passenger because of course. Uh, he was there when Rita gets killed by John Lithgow. John Lithgow three. comes back? No, no, John Lithgow, the Trinity killer. Oh, yeah, 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 that yeah. was right before Colin Hanks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the season before, so he mm-hmm. kills Rita, okay? Right, uh, right. Dexter's wife. Anyways. So they use that as like the premise. And Harrison, after all these years, uh, goes and tracks down Dexter, who's now named Jim. Mm. Uh, cause you know, I don't know if you, well, you never finished it, but Mm-mm. the, the last episode, a lot of people didn't like it. Um, like Deb gets shot and killed and he takes her body, gets on his boat and like drives into a hurricane. Okay. So everyone assumes he died in the hurricane. Uh, but it turns out that he didn't die in the hurricane. He used that as a way to like get out. Because he was about sure. to get found out. Sure. So anyways, so people hated it. So that the point of the season was for people to be like, oh, we don't hate the way Dexter ended anymore. Mm. Um, I mean, I guess this ending was a little more apropos, but I also didn't like it. Uh, but the fact that this goddamn kid was there. God damn it. <laughs> the whole time. So how like, old is he God, I now? Wish he like died 17 or ago. something? Um, no. I mean, look, I would. he looks like... They should be 17, yeah, 16, 17. Uh, cause like their classmates are driving, right? So like at least 15. Yeah. Um, like the kid never talks in the show, so I never knew how old he was. Mm. Um, but I assume like it's 10 years after, so 15, 16 is how old he is. Okay. Um, anyway, so we really enjoyed the show. It was, it was interesting. Um, the, the guy that plays the, the antagonist for the season. I recognize him, but I can't remember his name. Um, it was good. It was a good season. It was interesting. Um, and I'm glad that I watched it, but I wouldn't watch it again. So anyway, so we got done with Dexter and we're like, we need to watch a show. And my wife's like, Oh, well, let's watch Murderville. Okay. So we watched the first episode and we were laughing like the entire time, but we had no idea what the hell was going on. Okay. Hmm. Um, so then. Before we watched episode two, she looked it up and gave me like the gist of the show, which yeah. they should have done this in the intro. Uh, yeah, and they do, but not till like episode like three or four. What? Uh, so the, it's, it's a, uh, police procedural. Mm-hmm. Okay. 30 minutes, but it's a comedy. Will Arnett is a detective. Um, and then in every episode, he has to solve a murder. Okay. But in order to solve a murder, uh, he gets like a new trainee to train for the mur- to be a detective. And the trainee is like an actor. Okay. Or a comedian. 
Um, now everybody in the show knows the script of the show, except the person that's acting as trainee. Okay. So it's yes. kind of like a game show wrapped up into a dramedy. So it's like sense. curb your enthusiasm for one person, for the guest. Yes. Yeah. That's so that's what I, I heard it. Somebody described it as, um, improv, but the way you just layered it on, no, it's more like curb your enthusiasm for one person. For one person. Yeah. Um, so. And I couldn't believe who was the guest on episode two. I'm oh, like, yeah, how Marshall did, Lynch. How did he not get buried towards the back? Like out of the gate, you're putting Marshawn Lynch, a, a comic <laughs> genius. <laughs> how does that happen? Well, I got to tell you, the person that was picked for the last episode was great. Okay. Oh, okay. Who's that? <laughs> so episode one is Conan O'Brien. Uh, then you have episode two is Marshawn Lynch. Episode three is uh, Kumal Nanjani. Okay. Uh, episode four is Annie, Annie Murphy. Yeah, Annie Murphy. Mm-hmm. Episode five is Sharon Stone. No, wait. Four is Sharon Stone. Five is Annie wow. Murphy. And then episode six is Ken Jung. Okay. okay. All right. Um, so, you know, not like huge names, but like recognizable names. Sure, sure. Right? Um, and it's funny, like watching these people react because again, they don't know, they don't have the script. So they're ad libbing the whole time. Um, but there's like clues, right? So like, there's like a very distinct formula for every episode. Okay. Like you have some like little monologue and then like you, you get introduced to the trainee. Uh, they, he asked them like why they want to be detectives. They go like interview the, uh, they talk to the forensics analyst about like the murder to get mm-hmm. like an idea of what happened. Then they go interview three murder suspects. Um, and then at the end, they find like some way to get the three murder suspects together. And the guest has to say like who the murderer is. Um, and then like the police chief just shows up and says, what's going on here? And the guest has to say like who they think the murderer is and why. Okay. So it's like a dinner murder mystery. Yes. Yes. That's pretty, that's alright. Yeah, it's like going to, uh, you know, one of these like, um, like escape room kind of things. Yeah, I've done, in high school we used to do like murder mysteries in in people's homes, especially my buddy Craig's house. Yeah. Um, we did, god, three or four of them. And that was fantastic because you're role playing. And then Julie, the cruise director, and I went to one of those like dinner, murder mystery while you're having dinner after dessert somebody dies so mm, yeah then the game's afoot and that's interesting but you're not playing a character you're very right. disassociated from it but it seems like they're taking sort of that but my question all the people you listed fantastic but other than kumail i i guess conan as well i don't see a lot of improv quote-unquote improv people and that's who they should have had yes not just funny people, but like improv funny people. Agreed. Agreed. But but it was good. And actually, I think Kamal and Johnny's episode was my least favorite. Ooh, even over Marshawn. Yeah, Marshawn was not bad. Like, when I watched the trailer for it, it was the Marshawn episode. Wow. That's, that's, the, that's the only reason I put it on my queue. I was like, what the hell is this? Why is Marshawn Lynch there? I have to watch it. That's awesome. Um, But yeah, Kamal and Johnny was kind of, I don't know. 
it was almost like what the he he like the whole time he's thinking like what the hell's happening here which like yes as the viewer you're also thinking that um so it just it didn't translate well uh because i don't think he like played along as well as he should have um whereas like annie murphy or like kin jung like those two are my favorites that's awful like they were in it you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. and it's fun because like they're laughing the whole time and everyone's like super serious Right. But they do things to like make him laugh. Like, uh, in the Annie Murphy episode, uh, this guy dies like in a bowl of soup. Um, and the forensic analyst like entices her to take like selfies with the guys. <laughs> She's got to like pick his head up out of the soup bowl, uh, and like tell, take selfies. Um, what was it? The Sharon Stone episode? Like the guy gets his heart cut out and like, you know, his chest gets sewn back in. So they're like looking at him on the table or whatever. And Will Arnett's like making jokes and like gestures and getting her to look at it. Um, and like the dead guy's like basically laughing, you know what I mean? Um, so I like all this. Yeah. In that aspect, it's pretty fun. Like it's not, look, it's not a, um, you know, like groundbreaking show. No. Uh, but if you want like a quick 30 minute, like what do we do now until, uh, you know, we have to go to dinner or something? Uh, right. I think it's pretty good, man. I enjoyed it. Now, do you think like, Okay, this is going to be a double-edged bit. If they did more seasons of this, everyone involved in the show, I I would assume, would make this show a lot better because they would learn from their mistakes and they'd be able to tweak it in great ways. Mm. But also on the flip side of that, once you've done one season, the surprise is out of the bag. So whoever's coming in for season two and three, you're screwed. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, but it could make it better, right? Because they know the premise – so they Maybe, might get more yeah. into it. You know what I mean? I do like the clue aspect of asking the guest, you know, the who, why, where, how questions and wanting them to, like, figure it out and parse it out. That's yeah. Cool. Well, and so they have the guest ask the the suspects questions and the way that they do it to kind of bring it back into script. Because, again, they don't have a script. Right. So they're right. making stuff up as they go along um, is they in their they they wear like a trainee vest. And so Will Arnett's like, hey, asking questions. And he's like, what, like, what kind of questions? I mean, like, oh, check in your vest pocket, right? There's a notebook in there. And so they open <laughs> up, like, the little notepad, and it's got, like, questions pre-written for them, right? That's smart. Mm-hmm. That's real smart. So, yeah, it's good. And uh, there's, like, a whole, How's like... How's Will Arnett? <clears throat> I tell my wife, he, he uses his Lego Batman voice the whole time. Okay. Yeah. That's, that would be good. Yeah, I, I want him to ham it up as much as possible. Yeah, oh yeah, it's very hammed up. Okay, um, and the, when I saw the trailer, it looked like the wardrobe was straight out of Beastie Boys' Sabotage video. Yeah, basically. Which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So good. Uh, so there's a secondary plot, which wraps up in episode six, um, where Will Arnett's partner was killed 15 years prior. Okay. Hmm. And it's weird because like they sh- they have an office together, and so there's two desks in the office, and like he's so distraught by her murder that he never cleans the desk. So there's like a this burrito that's like growing fungus and shit on the desk, <laughs> and, like they always show it, and it's like covered in in spider webs or whatever. Um. Anyway, so his partner, you never see her, but there's a picture of her on the wall, and it's um, oh god, what's her damn name? Rachel from Friends. What's her name? Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, Jennifer Aniston. Wow. That, that, that's, that was his partner. But they ne- she's never in the show. You just see her in her like police outfit in a picture. That's it. That's funny. Yeah. Just so, like yeah, Matt Damon always getting uh, booted from 
Jimmy Kimmel. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. That's a good running joke. Yep, it was fun. Enjoyed it. Did the wife enjoy it? Was there enough murder to keep her interested? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, like some oh. of the good episodes, like we were laughing the entire episode. Oh, that's cool. Because it's just, some of the stuff isn't like funny, funny, but it's just so absurd that it, you yeah. laugh at it, right? And and you're trying to like follow the clues to solve the murder, and like the way that they get the information out of the people is just so ridiculous that you're laughing at that too. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Uh, and he drives his car. I can't remember. He he said what it was in the first episode. Um, it looks like uh, oh god, what was that car that looked like? It was like a car truck. It was a car, but it had a truck bed. Oh gosh. Yeah, I know. I I'm picturing it right now. Yeah, I I know what you're talking about. Um. Oh God. Anyway, it doesn't matter. El Camino. That's it. There you uh, go. It looks like a smaller El Camino, that's and I, I've never seen this car in my life. But apparently, it's from like the early '80s. Did uh, you ask your brother if he's familiar with it? No, no, no. He wouldn't be. If it's not a Japanese car, he probably wouldn't be. <laughs> but uh, he is a very special niche. He yes, he does. Yes. But uh, yeah, it was enjoyable, man. Super, super quirky and like doesn't take itself seriously. So uh, I think people that don't like the show probably like expect something else out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not going to get arrested development here. No. For God's sake. I mean, watch the trailer. You can tell that immediately. Yeah. No way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, So we, we watched that this week and uh, I got into this weird thing, man. So um, I've read the expanse books. Have you read the expanse? No, have not. Okay. So I wanted to watch the show. Oh wait, wait, no. And so here's what happened on why I'm thinking about canceling Netflix. Mm. So I get to the end of the episode, okay? And I had gotten the email this morning that they were raising the rates, right? Yes. Uh, yes. But I don't even read it. I get to the end sure. of the episode and like right before you know, it shows you like the play this next or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the thing stops and it has like a black screen and just like a giant message. Like we're raising our rates April oh, yeah. 3rd, blah, 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 which I had never seen. So I don't mm-hmm. know if this is like a thing that they do all the time. Um, but I was like, ah, 1549. There's not even a whole lot of things I watch on here. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like I have a lot on my queue still to watch. Same here. Uh, and we probably won't cancel it because, uh, you know, my wife watches a lot of documentaries. For sure. Uh, especially murder stuff for her when she listens to podcasts. She has to prepare to listen to podcasts. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of that's on Netflix. So we probably won't cancel. But I saw it and I was like, ugh, now I just want to cancel just because you showed me this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's, I mean, not to back them up, but I'm going to back them up. How many people would read that type of email? How many people have those emails going directly into junk folders and they want to cover their butt yeah, legally? Yeah. So that's the easiest way to, hey, when somebody signs on, present them with this. Yes. Like, I get it. I, yeah, I get it. Yep. Uh, anyway, so, so I have read the, I don't think I ever finished the series, but I've read most of the Expanse books. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was look like trying to find something to watch and I couldn't find anything that was interesting. And that's, that's one issue that I've had with Netflix, right? Cause you see something, you're like, oh, add the queue. And then, like, by the time you get back to watching it, you're like, why did I even put this on here? <laughs> right? Um, and so you just, like, end up flipping through your queue, and you're like, I don't want to watch any of this. Mm. Um, so I decide, 
well, let me see what else there is, right? So I just do like sci-fi and like The Expanse shows up and I'm like, ah, oh, The Expanse. I was like, I've seen the first season, but I never like kept going, right? Right. Um, so I was like, I'll watch this. So I start rewatching the first season. Um, and it took me like probably a week, right? To get to the first season. Um, and I wasn't like that into it. I was like, man, I remember like this being way better than this. Like this was kind of slow. I was like, whatever, I'll keep going. Right. Um, so I keep going to season two and like, it's more interesting. And like, I finished season two. Um, so I'm going to start three probably this weekend. But by the time I got like, I don't know, a third through or yeah, maybe a quarter through season two, I was like, man, like this is really picking up. So Hmm. I'm like all in on the expanse right now, man. I've been watching like three episodes every night. Um, yeah, it's really freaking good. It's yeah, really I've heard good. great things. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Jane's in it. So, I mean, oh, you, know, you got to watch it. himself? Yeah. Thomas Mr. Jane. Hung himself? Mr. Hung. Mm-hmm. Dang. So, uh, very good. The Expanse. I'm watching that. Uh, you know what? I remember why I picked it up. Because I was listening to Brightside Chat and, like, DJ started watching it because John watches it. Mm. So, it's like, ah, oh, perfect. The Expanse. Yeah. Uh, so, if you decide, I highly recommend it. Uh, let me tell, like, season one is a little bit of a slog, uh, but you kind of need it for the world building. Mm-hmm. But I think the world building in season two is way better. Mm, to way better. Yeah. Um, and I love that, like, all the people that, that work on, on the asteroids, the belters that they call them, right? Cause they work on the asteroid belt. Um, they all, like, have this, like, Jamaican patois accent. Um, cause you know, like all the poor people from all over the world basically like go work in the asteroid belt to make money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they like develop this like weird, like language that gets words from like all kinds of different languages. Sure. Um, so they end up having this weird accent too. Uh, the one thing though is if I remember correctly, and again, it's been years since I've read the books, but I, if I remember correctly, there's like anatomical differences between people in the expanse. So, hmm. like, Earth people are like you and me, right? Um, but, like, people in Mars are taller because there's less gravity there. Um, and then people, like, the Belters were, like, freaky looking, if I remember right. Like, they're super tall, super skinny. Um, like, they can never go to Earth because, like, the gravity would crush their body or whatever. Um, hmm. And everyone just looks like people. They just look like hmm. Earth people. Yeah. Well, you can't spend money along the No, I know, people. I know. It's like, um, you, have you watched Foundation yet? No. God damn it. So for anyone that, that has watched the uh, Foundation series on, on uh, Apple TV, uh, the, I thought the Belters were supposed to look like the Spacers in the in Foundation, um, which Spacers there are like genetically modified humans that are like modified for faster than light travel. Okay. Mm. So like they stay awake during FTL because normal people can't like their brains turn to mush basically. Hmm. Um, so anyways, I could be wrong. If somebody has read the Expanse books, like, more recently than me, let me know. Uh, but I thought that that's, that was supposed to be what it's like. But, uh, yeah, really good. Like, it's, it's like, uh, remember the, the, intri- the intrigue in Battlestar Galactica, like, the political intrigue in space? Oh, yeah. It's like sure. that, right? Because, like, Earth and Mars had this, like, independence war, right? So, like, Mars got their independence. Uh, and then you have, like, the Belters. So there's, like, three different groups competing for stuff. Um, and this is like whole weird, like alien thing going on in the background. Cause they found some, like they call it a proto molecule that is like wrecking habit basically. And they're using it as a weapon. Uh, but apparently it's, it's like what seeds life throughout the universe. And so this, like this alien species in the background 
that I don't, I can't remember if we ever see them or not. I don't think we do. I think they, they're like long extinct or whatever. Um, <laughs> but like now they're finding, like humans are finding, uh, this alien tech at the edge of the solar system or whatever. I don't know. It's really good. The Expanse. Get it. Watch it that on Amazon good. Prime. Is it Amazon Prime or Netflix? It's on, it's on Amazon. Oh, good. Then I can watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I think season one was in sci-fi and then sci-fi canceled it. Um, oh. And, and Bezos really liked it, so he bought it. Yeah, he likes space. You know, one of those things. It's like, uh, like that Lord of the Rings show. His son is apparently like a huge fan, so he's like, all right, I'll just, you know, I'll pay $400 million for the rights and we'll, we'll do this show. Just so you can we'll, watch Lord of the Rings. <laughs> we'll run a 15 second commercial out during the Super Bowl. That means nothing. But yeah, a yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yep. So have you watched anything, uh, anything good? Before losing Netflix, I yes. wrapped up, uh, the Ryan Phillippe TV vehicle, uh, shooter. Oh, that I, was thought, I thought you were going to say McGruber. Oh God. Are you kidding me? That's already <laughs> been rewatched twice. Huh? <laughs> Get out of here the best that's fun and i'm thinking about rewatching it again shooter is this like based on that movie shooter uh yes which was based on the stephen hunter books yeah yeah, yeah. It, uh, mark, yeah mark Wahlberg is the executive producer uh, of course and they went into season four not knowing if there was a season five yeah and then it was canceled during covid mm. so the end of season Four was I, I might appeal to tear. I might have. Oh, oh, yeah. really? I I did not expect it whatsoever. But I gotta say, uh, do you recall um Simon and Simon back in the day? Yes. The uh one of the Simons that Gerald Mac oh god, what's his name? Gerald McRaney. McRaney. Mm-hmm. Uh he was one of the Simon Simons. Right. He's in the last two seasons of Shooter, and dude, that guy just chomps up. Every time he's on in a scene, he just owns that effing scene. It's mm. insane. It's like Clint Eastwood. Like you are just drawn to this dude. He is just the most evil sob. Oh, he's so good. So good. <laughs> so the last two seasons with him and were just like a chef's kiss. Just so freaking good. Yes. Yeah, so that that was the last thing on Netflix I watched and then Julie the Cruise director chose a film that's on HBO uh over the weekend. Uh, this is where I leave you. You ever see it? No. I think it's an independent film, but it's with Jason Bateman, Tina Fey, um the neighbor in Wand in WandaVision. Yeah. She's in it. Um the wife in Friday Night Lights, Connie Britton. Uh-huh. She's in it. Uh oh god, what's his name? Who's in Girls and Star Wars? Darth Maul. Darth Maul. And he was also in Last Duel. Oh, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Like yeah, dude, Ethan yeah. stars to Oh, and Jane Fonda too. Sorry. Oh, Let's not okay. forget Jane Fonda. Sure. Um just freaking star studded. But it's all about Jane Fonda's husband passes away. Uh, and her three sons and one daughter comes back for for the funeral, and then they have to do Shiva. And Jane Fonda says, you know, my husband, the last thing he wants is he wants us here for a week doing Shiva um, so that they can 
and it was sort of like they've never they have never done a family reunion it was obviously like a family that's dispersed themselves live in their own life right off the bat the first scene uh jason bateman is works at a uh radio station talk radio station comes in he's a producer of the number one show on this talk radio station and Mm -hmm. the guy is sort of like a like uber sexist rush limbaugh type guy and he's uh, and he was great like that actor fantastic can't can't recall his name um totally right oh shoot i had it and then i lost it but a very famous actor is played up um so Jason Bateman goes through, talks to his secretary. Hey, did you get the flowers? Did you order the cake? It's his wife's birthday. He's going to go home right after work early and surprise her. Mm-hmm. Um, the DJs, the talk radio guy, his his shift's over. He says goodbye to him. Hey, am I going to see you tomorrow? Can we go over um, you know, the analytics, the numbers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm exhausted. I need to go home and go to bed. But uh, you know, call me tomorrow. Okay, great. So time goes by. You can tell like uh, an hour goes by. Uh, Jason Bateman arrives home with this gigantic cake and flowers, I believe. And here's his wife having sex, goes into his own bedroom, and it's the radio DJ dude. Mm. Oh, Jack Shepard. That's the radio DJ. Oh, okay, gotcha. So on her birthday, he surprises her with the – and he – it was – crazy great how that situation jason bateman got so deadpan and monotone yeah and says a a couple like quippy lines but like doesn't do anything but goes like out into the living room sits down you see the wife behind him come up and start talking to him but the director like takes out all of the audio Mm mm-hmm and it just evaporates and you see her trying to explain to him and he's just staring off into space like what the hell just happened <laughs> and that's how he learned like his father passed away and now he has to go home huh. so it was really interesting and dude there were so many like i said it's star studded it's a little heavy but there were definitely bits to it that like oh yeah i've seen that relationship or oh yeah i'm in that relationship right with my or father, you know, cousin, whomever. But there were so many like interesting little bits to it, and like it, it's one of those movies that they used to do in the seventies and eighties, and definitely have has fallen out of favor now. So it felt sort of throwbacky, but it was really clever. So that was the last that was the last film that I watched on HBO Max. Interesting. See, I've seen no movies because I've just been watching these shows. Well, yeah, and, you're watching uh, three shows a night. Jesus. Well, and I'm like juggling, like in between that, I'm rewatching Battlestar Galactica too. So, oh, yeah, yeah, it's really good. That's yeah, that that's a show that I want to get back to. Yeah, and I know if I suggest it to Julie, the cruise director, she'd be all about it. But I know if I did that, we would stop watching our Star Trek watch along that mm-hmm. we do every night. Yeah, and that I would never go back to Voyager. And I would never see Enterprise, gotcha. so I have to. I have to keep. I have to keep that train on the tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. Because right you. now we're almost at season three on Voyager, and I don't want to stop. Yeah, and I'm worried that she is 
a cat that all she needs is one little thing to distract her and she would be off. Not mm-hmm. that she doesn't like it. It's just she could easily like, oh, look, Temptation Island. Why don't we start watching Temptation Island? <laughs> no. <laughs> now we're watching Temptation Island. Mm. Interesting. Uh, all right. We're going to get to everyone's favorite segment. Ooh. A segment I like to call, what in the comicsology is going on here? Oh, man. Is there theme music? Okay. I don't have fancy technology like DJ, okay? I do my own sound effects. Well, you could at least drop the beat and then come in with the hi-hat cymbal. Oh, drop the beat now. There you go. Explosions. It's the do 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 Oh, man, that makes me want to go play Beat Saber. All right. Heck yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about comics. Great. We're going to talk about lots of comics this this episode. Can I throw one quick comicsology thing? Of course. Because I want to hear your big rant. Trust me. Trust me on that. Oh, there's no rant. I'm here for it. I need to ask you a question, but first I need to throw out a statement. Since our last talk, about yes. comicsology on Amazon now. Mm-hmm. It's actually it's actually scared me away. I won't say scared. <gasps> I I usually go and check Sunday night because there's a Monday Marvel sale. To Monday night because there's a Tuesday DC sale. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday night at ten, they'll launch the Marvel Friday sale. Right. Those are three days that it's a lock at 10 o'clock at that central standard time. I, I'm, I'm on comiXology since our talk. Haven't done it once. Really? And I don't. And my question to you is, have you bought a comic through the new system? No. Same here. And I wonder, and I, maybe this is just an idiotic question. I would like to know if I buy a comic, is it just going to appear on my comiXology app? <laughs> Because I don't even know if it will. Oh, interesting. <laughs> uh-huh. So I'm waiting for a sale where it's like, ooh, that's 99 cents. All right, I'll buy that. And if I lose a dollar, I lose a dollar. Or will it just be like, do you have a Kindle to hook this up to? Oh. I don't know. Uh, so my assumption is yes. Same here. Um, But I think, you, don't you have to like go on, on the website now? You can't buy it on the app anymore. No. Yeah, sure? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't bought anything. I'm pretty sure you can't buy stuff on the app anymore. I'm oh, pretty no, you sure can't. you need to go to the website. You mean, you mean if you like have an Avengers trade? Yes. You can't click on like, show me where this is in the store. No, there is no button to do that anymore. Right. Yeah. Which okay. stinks. Because yeah, now I don't I know if I'm missing any. Like, I know I'm missing something, but. By doing it the way we're discussing it, you know, like, oh, this is the next one in the volume. Or, oh, this is the one that's previous to that that I don't own. Right, right, right. So, I mean, we're going to get to this. I mean, I'm going to have to, like, redo the way that I figure out what I do and don't get. Mm. Um, Because I have made a decision, Nicholas. Oh, do tell. So, let's let's start easier. You know what? This this is this is all this is all connected. Let's just go there. So I got my first box of comics today. 
Okay. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. All right. So here's, here's what had happened. So last time we talked, I was trying to figure out how to proceed. Mm-hmm. I had visited the comic shop. Did not enjoy my experience. Right. Did not know what to do. Comixology is a disaster. Mm. We talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I reached out to friend of the show, Dennis. Mm-hmm. Because Dennis subscribes to his comics through Kawabunga. Mm-hmm. Um, although they're, but you they're don't, ba- but you don't want to be on any spreadsheet. We talked about this. But I didn't want to be on a spreadsheet. Right. So I'm on. Martino the spreadsheet. don't have time for that. I'm on a spreadsheet. Oh, <laughs> right back in. <laughs> <laughs> Love, it. Love it. I'm on a spreadsheet. Um, so uh, just to like, just to give you a visual. Right there, what you just said. Picture Mike Myers doing the real fast motion with the Benny Hill music playing in the background. That's what <laughs> that's his reaction right there. I don't know if you know this. So good. But I've been nominated to be the savior of comicdom by <gasps> Michael Myers. Oh, I like it. I think you can. So I, I have to- faith. I told him I would not accept. Oh, but I will accept co-savior with friend of the show, Rob Krieger. So I think between Rob and I, we can save the comic industry. So let me, let me backtrack. So, uh, so I talked to Dennis, right? And he, he gave me the whole spiel. So I emailed Eric at Cowabunga. Okay. Their, uh, their mail service is called Deep Discount Comics. Okay. Uh, but like all the, all the mail still handled through, uh, through Cowabunga. So I emailed him. He, I was like, you know, give me the gist of it. Like, how, how do you work your thing? So he sends me the, um, the spreadsheet for the April. That's what I ordered. April books. Um, and he gave me the whole spiel about like, you know, the shipping and like how that works, blah, blah, blah. And, and so I was like, cool. I said, Dennis told me to tell you to make sure that I am put on the FOC list also. Okay. So what he is said, that? Friends, friends of Charo? <laughs> yes friends episode title oh why isn't the bell working oh. i don't know it's it's my uh my crypto key was on it um <laughs> i got a i bought a crypto key so uh so nobody can uh send uh my crypto anywhere without having this physical key where nice. you have to like hit buttons anyways um so uh he said uh, i have to be on the foc list he's like okay so he sends it and like it didn't jive with me when Dennis told me to do this, okay? It didn't jive with me why. But now, when I understood why, because see, you've got to remember, I've been mostly physical for a while now. Yeah, you've been out of the game. It's been it's been a few years. I mean, I haven't been out of the game, but... You've been out of the monthly ordering game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm trying to get used to all this again. And of course, like, people that are still doing this are like, you're a fucking idiot. And I say to you, sir, you're correct. I am a fucking idiot. Welcome to the Nerd Legion. Um... <laughs> So, uh, he says, make sure you're on the FOC list. So I tell Eric this. Eric sends me the FOC list. What is that? What is FOC? Final order cutoff. Okay. I have no clue of this stuff. Yes, friends friends of Chara. Uh, friends, yes, friends of Chara. So, so I do my spreadsheet, right, for April. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me, it didn't take me that long, maybe like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes. Uh, thirty thirty minutes. Okay. Hey, if that if that was a website, just a clickable website, you know how long that would have taken you? Five minutes. Well, yeah, maybe. Come on. But with Come the spreadsheet, 
You see everything. You ain't got time for that. Listen, with the spreadsheet, you see everything. Okay. So this is where Martin gets into trouble. Oh, I know. Okay. Because I see everything now. If you're on the website, are you, go- like, are you going to include uh, what you told me on on the Twitter com? Oh, I don't even remember what sent- I tell you. <laughs> where you sent me the picture, and you go. Look, I'm ordering stuff, not just ordering stuff, but look what I ordered. We'll get to that. (laughs) Okay, good. As long as it's part of the story. We'll get to that. Because I had a lot of shade thrown at me over that. So I want to hear. I want to hear. So, uh, all right. So, so I'm going through the list and I'm like, I'm picking books, right? And, and you can see everything, right? So when I was doing my DCBS order years ago, you like, you know, you go through the publishers and you add like the stuff you want. But this was actually easier, I think, on the spreadsheet because you know, you see everything and publishers aren't putting out as much as they used to. Um, so like on my screen, I see like all the DC books at the same time. Right. Oh. Uh, and I'm like, Oh, I want that. I want that. I want that. And then of course I can pick my cover. Right. So I pick like the covers that I want. Um, which yes, on, on like DCBS, that would have been easier because I have the picture there. Right. Um, but you know, the spreadsheet references the previews. So I can just go to the previews <laughs> and see like what I want. So I'm, I'm checking, I'm checking, can, right? Can you please, just since you brought that up, can you please officially state right now <laughs> that Mike and Bill don't have to worry we will not be doing a five-hour preview? <laughs> no, we That's will not stuff. be doing a preview. Thanks. Thanks. But, Mike, it's all, it's all okay. But I will now oh, have to oh. pay much closer attention to their previous episode. <laughs> Not that it wasn't at the top of your list. Now you're like, I can't be doing anything. I have to sit here and only <laughs> listen to that. <laughs> so all of a sudden, Monday morning, you're like scheduling five hour meetings so you can just <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, anyway, so so I'm going through the spreadsheet, right? I get to the end, right? And I, I had ordered all my books. Um, and I looked and it was like, I don't know, like 30, 35 books, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I look at my total and I was like, God, that is way too cheap. Nice. You know what I mean? Nice. Because, listen, I, I'm telling you, like 30, 35 books. And it was like $80. Oh, that ain't bad at all. Right? Jesus. So yeah. I'm like, well, shit, I can't do that. I have to spend more. Right. Right? So I go back up to the top of the list. So it starts with DC. I go back up to the top of the list. Start with going over the DC. And mm-hmm. I look again, and it says, orders over $100, get free previews. Well, of course. So, I mean, of course I have to get previews. I mean, you're you're keeping money on the table if you don't get a free previews. What are and you doing? See, now you're talking. So, so I start going back down the list, yeah. and I'm like, well, I wouldn't get this, but I'll like go ahead and get it. So, for example, yeah. uh, there's like a new Carnage book coming out, right? Sure. Um, and like, I like Carnage. Like, he, Carnage used to be my favorite Spider-Man villain when I was... Like a little kid. But yeah. Okay. Because that's like the time where he like came out basically. Yeah. Um, and so like I was all about some Carnage, right? But like now as a 40-year-old man, I'm like, eh, Carnage, like, eh, whatever. Right. But I look and I'm like, ah, I, I need to like put more books on this list. So and that book's only a buck fifty, so why not? Right. It was, yeah, something like that, right? Or like a buck yeah. 99, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, whatever. So I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I should just get this Carnage book. Yeah. Right. So I look and it's like a horror comic. It's written by, I think Ram V does, does it. Okay. Um, and I like Ram V's horror stuff. So I was like, ah, oh, I like this guy. Like I like when he does horror. It's a horror book. Let me just go ahead and get it. Right. <laughs> so I get it. And, uh, I had put some X books on the list, uh, cause there was like a whole bunch of new ones coming out. Right. Sure. Um, 
And so I was like, oh, um, like, I don't want to get like X-Men Red, right? I'm like, oh, they're relaunching X-Men Red. Do I want that? And I'm like, ah, I don't really want to read X-Men Red. Um, so I keep going on the list and like I find more stuff, right? And I was like, ah, oh, it's, I'm not even at a hundred dollars yet. Right. So I go back up nice. to the top of the list and I keep going down. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'll get X-Men red. Right. And I'll get like immortal X-Men. Right. Um, so like basically ended up being like, I don't know, 75% of DC books, like all the X-Men books that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously Valiant and some other stuff. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, I'm like at, at like $97. Right. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, so I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta get something else. So I'm looking. The first thing I put on my back on my list, not Spider Man. Can you guess what else it is? Moon Knight. No, of course it's on there. No, <laughs> I put Saga on my list. Oh, look at you getting back in. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna get back in into Saga. Nice. Um, you know, after three and a half, four years, maybe I'll like it. You might. I might. Um, so anyway, so I put Saga on my list, right? And, uh, and I'm like, shit, like, I might as well just get like a few more things. You know what I mean? Like at this point, what's it matter? Right. Right. When you have like 50 books in your list, what's like another two or three books? Yeah. You're playing with house money. So, uh, so I look and I go back down the list and I'm like, ah, everything I want is already on here. And finally I get to Marvel and there it is. Amazing Spider-Man number one. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's a bi-weekly book. So also Amazing Spider-Man number two. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Because I'm like, listen, if I'm going to go into this book, I can't just get the first issue. I'm not an animal. No. Right? I'm not going to be selling this book. I want to read it. Right. And maybe burn it afterwards. But I want to read it. Right. And what if I like it? I have to get the second one. Oh, you might as well. You want to get over 100. I mean, it's the same month. Might as well. Right. Uh, Anyway, so I ended up up ordering, uh, I think it was 50. I don't know. It, it was about 50 bucks, we'll say. I'm jealous. Um, and like, I just, I kept going, going to the list and I'm like, I just don't even know about like some of these other things. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so maybe like when I do my next order for May, uh, there'll be like other stuff. Cause you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to ease into this. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. I told Eric, I was like, dude, I've been like 95% digital for years. So like, if I fuck up the order, just let me know. And he's like, nope, <laughs> order looks perfect. I said, great. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, ordering all the Batman covers. That looks perfect. Oh, and not, not just that, like all the Batman books, right? And right. anything like yeah. related. And there's like new stuff. So in April, there's like a new um, Batman Beyond book coming out, you know? So um, like I picked all that crap up. Nice. Anyway, so, so I sent my order in, right? And I was like, if I missed it up, just let me know. He's like, nope, looks good. I said, cool. Uh, and that was like the last day to order for April, right? Ooh. Uh, so it was like perfect timing. So the next day I get the FOC list. And so this now is what is this? the the final order cutoff list. Right. Uh, but what's different from the thing you just looked at? It's like the last day to order these books. Um, before, like, cause like you can do your order, but then like, it's not like the final day to order. You know what I mean? Like if you so missed, if all of a sudden you missed one or you right, heard a podcast talking right. about it, you're like, ooh, I can still get that. I still get that. Okay, got so, it. So he sends me the FOC list. And FOC, it's not like that big a spreadsheet because it's one week's worth of books. Whereas when you do your monthly order, it's like all the books for the month, right? Wow. So, so I'm going through the FOC list and I'm like, oh, I didn't get that book. All right, I'll give you an example. So Valen's coming out with a new book called Armor Clads. Right. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't sure about if I wanted to get it or not. 
Right? What? Yeah, I wasn't sure. Like, I was on the brink. But I was like, eh, you know, like, whatever. When I get a preview, like, if I enjoy it, then I'll get it. Um, but then, like, after I sent my order, I was like, ah, I probably should have just ordered that book. Yeah. Right? So I, I'm going down through the FOC list, and there it is. Armor class number one. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. It's a sign. There's the issue. So I order it. So now when I get the FOC for, you know, five when that comes out or whatever it is for, uh, then I'll put that on my FOC list. And so I started, like, having to cross-reference like the stuff that I ordered for April to the stuff that was on FOC. And so that's when it clicked because I'm like, well, shit, I was telling you, how am I going to find the books between now and two months when I get my box? Right. And so the answer is the FOC list. Nice. So anything that I ordered for April, if there's issues between now and April, they're going to be on my FOC order. Ah. You see what I mean? Yeah. So, so there's books that like I wasn't going to get, but – because they were on the FOC list, they ended up getting anyway. Um, I think Immortal X-Men was one of those. Um, nice. And, uh, yeah, and then I ordered some, like, extra stuff or whatever. <clears throat> uh, did you order the new uh, Ghost Rider? I did, yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, and so I ordered a new Ghost Rider, even though I originally wasn't, because, you know, in April it's issue three. Um, and one just came out, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I went ahead and ordered three. And then whenever the FOC comes out for issue two, I'll go ahead and get that so it gets put in my box. But I did have to go in order. When I did my spawn order, I ordered a copy of Ghost Rider number one. Oh, look at you. Right, right, right. So then Smart. as my books come in, I have them. So what I decided was everything's taken care of now, right? So my first official order will come in April, mm-hmm. my, my April books. I'm doing uh, twice a month shipping. So this uh, FOC. Uh-huh. These are books that are going to be coming out before yes. your April box. Yes. And Cowabunga will just hold on to these FOCs until your April box and then just send everything together? Correct. Oh, that's easy. I mean, it's more of a pain in the butt for them because, you know, you're coming in with instant requests. But push comes to shove, that's... Well, I mean, not not really because it's FOC, so they still have a chance to order it. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, yeah, but they have to be on top of it. Is my point? Well, you know, which hey, that's business, on them, not on gonna, you. Yeah, yeah. If, they're, if they're a business, they're on top of it. Yeah, um, and you want to yeah, make so, extra money? Yeah, offer right, that. exactly. And so the way the the FOC order works is you do your FOC order, and then they ship those books on your next box. Right? See, that's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, so we'll see Way what my go, bill Dennis. is. We'll see what my bill is in April. Cause I think they bill it. I'm trying to think if they bill it when they place the order, if they bill it when they ship it. I can't remember. I have to look through my email, but if it's when they ship it, that means my April order is going to have like every book from February, March and April. <laughs> I would think it's when they ship it. Yeah. I mean, that's what I would think, but who knows? Because if they wanted to grab something out of your stack, Ghost Rider number one is selling like hotcakes and they grab it out of your stack. They don't want to be crediting you back the cost of a book. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, uh, so anyways, so That's I'm awful. like, great. It's all covered, right? I'm yeah. going to get my, my books on my monthly pull. Uh, anything that like, between now and then I'm ordering like weekly. So I know I'm going to have it. Don't need to worry about going anywhere or like digging it or checking it down. Um, but then I said to myself, self, there's books that you're getting. And, and granted, there's a, like a lot of new, like, like relaunches or new number ones in the next, like, For month sure. or two, right? 
For sure. Um, so it makes it somewhat easier then. But there's some things that have been ongoing, right? So I've been reading Spawn. I don't remember when I got back in. 250, 275. Who fucking knows? I think 250. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been reading it. But I've been reading it on Comixology, right? And so now I'm thinking to myself, well, if I'm going to switch to physical, I don't want to touch this Comixology. Wow. It's got cooties. Wow. So for the books, at least for the books that I, like, I really enjoy, why not just go back and get physical copies? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why not? Yeah, you got the room. I got the room. So so what I did is – so I ordered Ghost Rider. I went to my comic shop, which by the way, like hands down – Quite possibly the best like shipping experience ever. Really? Yeah, like those books fit exactly in that box. Oh. Okay. Uh, and obviously they're all boarded and bagged. Uh, and then they wrap them in like a plastic sleeve. Uh, and they're placed in the box. And there's like styrofoam. It's not styrofoam, but it's like some kind of like that black foam. Um, yeah. On each, on each corner of the box. Oh, nice. So yeah. it's not jiggling around. <laughs> so it's not jiggling around, and you're not like unwrapping all this bubble wrap and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so fantastic. Like I got home and I saw the box on the kitchen counter, and I was like, "What is that?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I ordered comics. <laughs> That's <laughs> what it is." Uh, and I picked it up, and obviously it was heavy because it's like uh, I don't even know how many books is it? Eighty-five, ninety books. Um, and I opened it, and it was just beautiful to look at. I was like, "Wow." Like what customer service? Yeah, that picture looked awesome. Yeah, so uh, so I opened my box. Um, so what I did is, uh, so I ordered Ghost Rider number one. Uh, so I know that that's taken care of now, right? Um, and then I went ahead and ordered uh, the Scorched books, which is only two of those. That's like the the Spawn team book. Um, I ordered all the Gunslinger Spawn books. Wow. Um, which what's that? Five, I think five or six, and then all the King Spawn books. Um, nice. Which is like seven issues, I think. Um, and then I ordered every spawn issue from 250 until now, which is 326. I think that's right. Ooh, wee. Um, so I don't need to worry about it. Like, that's taken care of. That's great. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so it was good. So now I'm going to have a bunch of reading to do. Yeah. I figure, uh, even though I've already read them, I figure a hundred issues will spawn. It'll keep me busy for, you know, the next month or two. For sure. Um, good times. Yeah. Does Kawabunga do any, like, order all the Valiant and get even more of a discount? That type of thing? Um, like, order an entire line? So they do have a DC bundle and a Marvel bundle. Oh, okay. Um, let me open the spreadsheet up real quick. Let me open the spreadsheet here. To the spreadsheet. To the spreadsheet. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah, there's, there's some bundles. Um, uh, not for everything. So I see Marvel, I see DC, I see Aftershock, uh, Vault. Boop, boop, boop. I think that's it. I'm just curious if you said the majority of your ordering was DC. How much more money wise would you have to put out for the bundle to get everything? Because uh, I would guess you'd probably be like, oh, it's another twelve dollars, like nothing right to get all of them. So to do all the DC books, it's a hundred and six dollars and twenty eight cents. Okay, so it probably is about another thirty bucks then. Um, yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. Um, so I gotta, I'm gonna like request so. There are DC books that I'm not reading, and I feel like maybe I need to go ahead and get them anyway. Right. Um, so like, I'm not, it up. 
Yeah, I mean, might as well. So I'm Absolutely. not reading. I'm not reading Deathstroke Inc. Mm. Um, but I feel like maybe I should because I think they're they're about to start the crossover. Um, it's uh Deathstroke Inc. Batman and Nightwing. Maybe I think it is. Ooh, that's a good crossover. Um, so there's a crossover there. So maybe I should pick that up. Um. I've been, uh, some of our, our friends and, and some listeners have been posting about, uh, text, test for Z. Um, so I didn't order it, but I feel like maybe I sh- might as well. Right? Oh, you're getting so close to the entire bundle. Right? So maybe I should just yeah. do the whole bundle next time. Treat yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but there's, I don't know, man. Like there's stuff that I don't know if I want to read. Like Superman Son of Kal-El. Like I'm just not like a Superman fan, right? Well, if you grab the bundle, it's not like in two months you can't be like, you know what? I don't want this whole bundle. Eric, put me back to these 25 No, issues. that's true. Well, I think what I need to do is like compare doing a bundle versus this, like other stuff. Right. Because um, like, like the Hanna-Barbera stuff, I don't really care about, right? Like Scooby-Doo, like that's in the bundle. But like I don't want to read Scooby-Doo. Um, right. And like the girls are old enough that like they don't give a shit about Scooby-Doo either anymore, right? Sure. Uh, so it's not like I give it to them. Um, so what I need to do is just like do one of each versus the bundle versus like the normal stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and see where it gets me. Um, cause like the stuff that I want to read, but I just, ah, uh, like Justice League, I want, I, fi- I was like, ah, oh, I should put Justice League on the, on the list, but I didn't get it cause Ben just writes it. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Who draws it? Uh, I don't know. He usually gets good artists. Oh, here we go. Oh, is this a, maybe I should have gotten this. Joshua Williamson. I like him. I thought oh. Bendis was writing it now. So maybe they're doing a, a change of writers or something. I don't, I don't know. The last thing I heard, he was doing Legion. So that's how far out of the game I am. Um, art is Rafa Sandoval. Oh, he used to do, uh, Exo Manowar. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, maybe I should pick that up. <laughs> You're getting so close to the bundle. <laughs> Eric, are you listening, Eric? <laughs> Sign him up for the bundle. Come on. <laughs> Give him the bundle for April, too. What the hell? Ah, shit. Maybe I should just do the bundle. That's what I'm saying. You know it'd be easy for him to do. Yeah, that's true. Hell but yeah. you know what? I'm going to send him an email. Because if I do yeah. the bundle, I might just, I'm just going to get the A covers. Sure. Right? Whereas if I do individual issues, I can pick my cover. Uh, I don't know yeah. if it matter. Like they they only do no. two covers anyway. Yeah, maybe I'll Come just on. do the bundle next time. I bet you if you looked at the price, especially these new editions, you're right there at the bundle price. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, you're right. I feel like it. The price difference is probably so small that it wouldn't make any difference. Yeah, and I'm sure there's some people you know that are like, "Oh, my coworker has little kids here. Have the Hanna Barbera issues." Like it, it's a feel good yeah. for you as well. Yeah, you might be right. You don't need those bagged and boarded, for God's sakes. Come on now. Of course I do. No, I'm saying the Hanna-Barbera. You read them once, and then it's like, here, let me pass them over to see Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm done with those. Uh, By the way, of course, my lights and halfbacks, as always. Of course. Smart Freddy. Are you kidding me? Um, I just, I don't, listen, some people might be like, oh, fullbacks. I don't know. I've always liked the halfbacks. Uh, Anyway, so, uh, so that's what I did. I love it. I ordered a shit ton of books. Uh, and of course, like, I can order trades too. So this is all Ooh. single issues. I ordered no trades, no hardcovers. No statues? Um, no statues. Do they have um, magazines? Like cool magazines and periodicals? 
I didn't get uh, that deep into the spreadsheet to look for that. Okay, gotcha. Listen, I got stuff I don't even know what it is. Knights of X? I mean, it's obviously an X-Men book, but what the fuck is that? <laughs> no clue. Welcome to Marvel. Uh, Knights of X. There was a reason why I got this. I think, uh, I think Nightcrawler's in that. You know what I feel as a lifelong Marvel fan? Always lean towards Marvel. I have such paralysis with Marvel now. I, uh-huh. I, I feel like I can pick up any mainstay DC character, even if I haven't read Superman since Rebirth. I feel yeah. like I can pick him up and be like, all right, I sort of might not know what's going on, but it still has the same tenor as what I'm used to. Okay, I'll just read on. Even if it's not even Clark as Superman, it would still feel like a Superman comic book. Mm. I swear to God, I have paralysis with Marvel that I'm like, I have no idea what I'm reading now. I have no clue who this character is that I'm reading. Like, it feels like it's so far away from my mental preconceptions of what that character is at this yeah, point. Yeah, well, it's because I, mo- I feel they, lost. They movified everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, they are owned by Disney, so what, what do you expect? I Hey, and I get it. Believe me, I expect to see Conan in, in a Star Wars comic book at this point. Like, Coming who the soon. Knows? Coming soon. Oh, but yeah. next month, I will be uh, ordering Savage Avengers. Uh, cause, oh, uh, that's a new creative team, right? Yeah, our, our friend uh, David Pipos. Yeah, that looks like a great team. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, looks good. I'm not uh, I'm not big into Conan, but, what, uh, you know, we'll see. He was the bright spot in the previous Savage Avengers. Oh, so. uh, was he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I dipped out of that pretty quick. And uh, Martin, not a lot of bright spots in that previous team. Mm, Other than Mike Diodato drawing. Sure, <laughs> That sure, was sure. a bright spot, but come on. That's uh, always fun. So, uh, so I, I, oh, my God, I missed one. <gasps> New Mutants Epic Collection. What does it collect? I don't know. The end of the beginning trade paperback. So that's probably uh, already, the last few. Don't you already have that? Simonson and Liefeld. Do I have this? No, I mean, don't you already have the floppies? Can you yes, just I, read it some I, other I, way? Yeah, but Epic Collection. Yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, let me guess, $20 that you could be putting right towards your bundle, your DC bundle. That's and you'll true. be reading And you'll be reading stuff you've never read before. That's very true. Yeah. And trust me, this is coming from a guy who loves freaking epic collections. I love yeah. the back matter and I love the recoloring. It's beautiful. Yeah. But you don't you don't need that. Put it towards something you haven't read yet. Yep, yep, yep. Get you in know, there. You know what I didn't order much of is image. Wow. Really? Yeah. Here's why though, because I usually end huh. up getting they're all usually mini series. So I usually true, just end up buying the true. trade. Yeah, very true. Yeah. Um I did order Aerosmith. Uh, cause John and DJ were talking about Aerosmith. Yeah. So I was like, ah, eh, okay. I gotta get that. It's, uh, it's Busiek. So, you know. Yeah, that's gotta be good. That's my man. Yeah, that's gonna be good. But, uh, yeah, aside from that, I didn't. Uh, and like, there was that's stuff okay. that I was interested in, cause I think there aren't they like rebooting Profit or something? Um, mm-hmm. so like all the Profit trades are, are relisted for, uh, for April. Uh, I, I assume remastered. I didn't look. Um, but I know that they're like, they're, they're redoing something with like recoloring and like they're redrawing some panels or something. Hmm. Um, so, you know, that was my jam back in, uh, whatever that was, 93, probably. 
profit. Sure. Um, and, uh, you know, I think they're, they got an option for a movie. I think they're already in production for the profit movie. I thought so. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm excited for that. But, uh, That's but yeah, outside of that, like spawn for sure, like all of them. Um, but that was how, it. How pricey was uh, Ghost Rider one for you compared to cover? Okay, all right. Yeah, I was actually surprised because it just came out last week. Right, right, right. Um, so and it like I almost didn't order it right because I so I get my order done and uh, fortunately I, I was looking through the spreadsheet again to see like what else I would get and I was like ah Ghost Rider and I went and I was it said ten dollars I was like ten dollars this book just came out why is it ten dollars. <laughs> uh, but I was like, fuck it. Like, whatever. I'll get it. Which cover did I get? Where did I put that book? Hang on a sec. <laughs> Completely lost it. <laughs> Listen, at least I, o- I opened this box, okay? I know. I love that picture. All right, hang on. I got to find. You could put one of your Batman statues on, on your stack of spawns. It's so high. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Where hey, can it? I throw Where out while you're, while you're looking for your cover? Yeah, I found it, but go ahead. What I'm reading right now, first time ever, 90s X-Men, The Wedding of Cyclops and uh, Phoenix, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, you... good times. I have never read that before. I haven't read it since it came out, so yeah. And it's really fun. Yeah, it's Shockingly good. fun, yes. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed it. Um, all right, so I did get it, and I got the only cover that was still available for sale. They were Which all sold out. It was cover D. I was going to say, there's no way cover A was 10 bucks. No, no, no. It was cover D. So, uh. Who did cover D? I'm, I'm trying to find. There it is. 2022. Do see, I need to I see a picture a, of this? I gotta get a goddamn, uh, database or something. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cover. Oh, Peach Momoka. Oh, baby. Ooh. This is gonna be a $300 book. <laughs> That's gonna be a good one. I wanna see that cover. Um, hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. Let me save this picture. And and you know what's funny? I hear about Peach Momoko covers all the time. I I've never seen one. Same here. And I hear right. Bill talking about it every month. I've never seen one because I've been buying digital books, so I don't give a shit what the cover looks like. Yeah. No clue. Uh, now looking at this cover, like it's a nice cover, but I don't understand what, like why Peach Momoko covers so hot. Uh, how do I? I never remember how to add a fucking picture to Skype. Let me see. Well, why don't you just IM me? Oh, wait, here we go. I got to hit chat. All right, Peach sent. And just just let me throw this out to you. And uh, actually, I'll throw this out to um, Comixology. Hey, Mr. Comixology, you, you have a digital file. Why are all of the covers that are, I'm sure are all, there's a digital file for each and every cover. Why aren't those included mm. in the master file? Why don't you just at the end have like all 10 covers just so somebody can see? I agree. Do you really think me, a digital person is going to be like, Ooh, look at that cover D. Now I have to buy physical books mm-hmm. and I'm going to leave your system. Come on. Stop yep. the madness. Um, so I'm looking through, uh, I went back on this page to see if that is had... a really pretty cover. It's pretty, but like the what? only thing, the only thing I don't care for the colors the colors yeah. look like they were done with markers. Yes, it does. It does. And not in an old school way. It just looks muted. Yeah. But Listen, the, everything about it looks beautiful other than the colors. Oh, yeah. And I, I love happy. the old school logo, dude. 
Oh, that yeah, old like school that. logo is sweet. Well, it is Johnny Blaze, so they had to do the old school logo. But come on. Yeah. Uh, I would have been perfectly happy with cover A. I think cover A looks freaking awesome. Yeah, it does. Uh, actually, I'm looking through all these covers. These are all really good. Ooh, cover E is awesome. Dude, so nice. What else? Ooh, I like, ooh, cover H. Who's this? Salvador LaRocca. I need this. Yeah. Wait, this one's $6. This wasn't in stock the other day. Well, things go up, things go down, dude. All right, anyways. So, uh, ooh, cover K. Ryan Stegman. Ooh, that's badass. So compared to when you were buying floppies back in the day at your height. Yes. Do you feel like you're buying, you're going to be buying more floppies now just because there's more comics out there? I don't know if there's more, but I feel like I, I think there's less. There's, there's gotta be less. And, and people that have been like, Still buying physical, I would love, like, not including Mike, cause he just buys everything, right? Right. Um, right. actually, you know what? Mike can still chime in, cause Mike would definitely know. Like, I'm curious how much, like, publishing has dropped. Yeah. Uh, is, is DC still doing 52? I don't know. I mean, is Marvel doing more because of all the movies? I don't know that either. I mean, if the bundle is $106, then I would say yeah, right? Yes. I, I would agree. It's gotta be roughly that. But also in that DC fifty two, they weren't counting Hanna Barbera and like Batman Beyond. Oh yeah, true. Batman right, right, right. series and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah they weren't. Yeah, yeah that. that's true. So, uh, so yeah, I gotta tell you though, being able to pick your cover yeah. is pretty cool. It's pretty sweet. I, I do, I do cool. miss that. That is, and you don't have to buy like, oh, I want the one in ten. Do you have to buy ten copies of it to get that yeah. one in ten? Yeah. Ooh, holy mackerel. I, I will say well, this. So, I guess I'll, I guess I'll say this to you. Hey, don't forget, uh, don't forget the, the dude in New Lennox. I'll take, <laughs> I'll take one of those ten. <laughs> uh, I hear you, buddy. I so, just want to read the damn books, damn it. Come on I, now. I would love to know from someone that tracks their comics in a database. Yeah. If, if there is a way to print out labels on these things. What? What type of label? What are you Lab- looking? So, so for example, on on my comic shop order that I got today, mm-hmm. they have labels on all their books. Ah, <gasps> you mean like what you'd see at a comic book store? I mean, my comic book store doesn't have that. They just bag. They just have the books on the shelf. Interesting. So, on the my comic shop books, uh, you can probably tell from that picture I posted. Uh, one of those pictures posted on Twitter. On the top right, they have a there's a it's a label, a little sticky label. And it says, like, for example, this Ghost Rider. It says number 1D, near mint, Ghost Rider 2022 Marvel. Uh, and then it's got, like, a barcode and some kind of serial number. So that's, they can easily scan that stuff in. Right. So, I mean, my assumption is... So you're is, not scanning the UPC code. You're scanning that barcode so then they know how much they spent on that. Probably, yeah. Yeah, that so, would, that's fine. You're right. That would be helpful. So this is probably like a lot number, and I'm sure that people that like scan their comics into a database use the barcode on the comic because you know all the comics have barcodes. Yeah, of course. Um, but I'd be curious just for like a custom like management system. You know what I mean? That like, look, would be I, interesting if, that it, that you could go in, you could scan all your books using the UPC code, but then once you're in your comic book database, that you could go in and be like. I just scanned in my barcode for Ghost Rider 1, but I didn't pay $5 for it. I paid $10 because I got cover D. Well, and what I would so like, could, too, 
is I, this is why I want the labels, right? So if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna continue down this path, which I'm really enjoying it right now, right? And I haven't even gotten yeah. my first like real box. Um, but if I'm gonna continue down this path, obviously I'm gonna be getting fucking boxes all the time, right? And mm-hmm. I know Mike has an issue with like cataloging. Like he spends a whole day cataloging his books. Right. What I would like is I can print a custom label. Okay. And I don't even need any information. Like just a barcode would be fine. Where like if I go to my database, I scan the barcode and it tells me what the book is and what box it's in. Oh, that was going to be my next question. See what I mean? Like I want that. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. Are you going to keep your boxes alphabetical or are they just going to go in box 17 and then box 18? I mean, probably alphabetical would make the most sense. No. I'm sure I'm sure Rob agrees. Of course. Of course that makes the most sense, but then you're going to be like taking out half of the long box to put into the next box because you're starting to fill it up. Right. Where you could just fill up long box 17. Sure, you might have to try to figure that out, but you could make all of those in box 17 alphabetical. Sure. Well, think about it. So if I have, let's say, 10 long boxes of Batman books, mm-hmm. I mean, alphabetically, they're all Batman so which fucking box is it in? See, I'm not even talking that. Oh. I'm talking you get uh, you get your April books. All of those April books go in box 17. Oh, interesting. And then in your database, you just put Batman, whatever, 100, box 17. Legion of Superheroes, 3, <laughs> box 17. And then within that box, if you wanted to alphabetize it just to save yourself some time, yeah, go ahead. But I would just be, dude, that's exactly, I would never be shifting my books moving forward because that is a, for me, that would be backbreaking work. Oh, it's got to be, especially if you're merging boxes. Yeah, the merge is the killer. That's, why do you think I switched to digital? Yeah, no, I I remember, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why, honestly, I I would just be putting April, May, Junes in box 17 and then alphabetizing that box. Mm. But you need the database so you can be like, where is Batman 1300? Oh, yeah, so, it's box 18. You're not even talking like chronological. You're talking about like when the books arrived here. Hell yeah. Uh, like, See, I like box, this. Box 17 would be my 150 spawn that I just got. Ghost Rider, which is right before spawn. And then whenever my April stuff comes, that's in box 17 too. Could you alphabetize it? Sure. If you mm. want to be a little anal, but... Box 17 does not filter the Batman issues, do not filter back into the B issues. No, I like this. No, no, no. This definitely saves the merge. Yes. And then all you have to do is have your database up to up to par, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. hate to say it, if you start reading, going backwards, sure, that could be a little iffy. But if you start from this point, doing it the way I'm suggesting, everything you need to read is going to be in those brand new most recent boxes so sure you might have batman 3000 in box 17 and then a month later it's going to be in box 18 but at least you know it's right there like yeah i like like this you're not going all the way into the deep dark recesses of your closet trying to find your batmans i feel like this is an unpopular opinion nick oh it is absolutely i'm gonna get flamed up for this but you know what? I'm going to back you up. I think this is pretty genius. Thank you. I like it. All right. So for, for, for those of you with a ton of books, I want to know if this is a thing. 
I mean, I can do this on a spreadsheet. You know what I mean? So it's not that big a deal about the fucking uh, printing a label. Right. Uh, but a label would be nice. The label is – I really like – like you said, you just need a barcode. Yep. I like it generating a barcode, but I also want to have Daredevil 13, not even miniseries, but like Daredevil 12 maxi series, like 12 of 12. Like I want that information and then box 13, cover whatever, and maybe how much you paid for it. Mm. Just so it's all right there. And then in your database, all that information also is duplicated. That's what I would want. How much I paid for it. See, I do that when I do my, uh, when I track up crypto, I do like how much I paid, what it's worth. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. But you but also see, like, have to, but you also have to realize like, I'm not talking about your cowabunga stuff. I'm talking about your purchasing above and beyond. Like I wouldn't go into all the cowabunga books and be like cover price $5, but I paid 325. Like I don't really care about yeah, that. Right, 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 right. Who cares? Who cares? Don't forget, one of the reasons that you got off of floppies, you don't got time for this. Ain't I don't nobody. have time. I don't have time to go to a comic book store every week. That's how you got off of this. Yep. You're already spending, and it won't be every month. Your 45 minutes, that's going to drop down to about 30 minutes. Sure. Every month. So you're going to have, you're going to save a little bit of time, but merging and I mean, luckily it already comes bagged and boarded, but right. all of the merging going all the way back to the, oh, to merge a, an A box. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but if you just had to merge box 17, it's not bad. You know, it's I'm not bad. a lot of your time. And, and hey, you stopped going to the comic book store because you, your time's worth money. Yep. Yeah, that's not bad, especially with the new books, because you don't have to, like, dig through, like, you know, 75 boxes to find the 75 comics you bought. You just go to the last box. Or, I mean, if you really want to be a little bit more anal, you could be doing the same thing, but not put anything into a box, like have an unlabeled box. Mm. And those are all the unreads. Then once it's read, it gets scanned, and then it gets dropped into whatever box is open like box 17 is the new open box so i just drop it in there now it's red it's done it's in that box well i mean unread goes on the dining room table (laughs) and in the microwave (laughs) (laughs) but you know what i'm saying like at least then you can sort of keep track like i have three long boxes worth of stuff i have to read Mm. and you won't just accidentally like did i read 18 and just gonna read 19 and hope for the best yeah 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 like, you ain't spending money to collect all this stuff. You're spending money to read all this stuff. Yeah, exactly. So mm. you have to read it all. Genius. I'm backing you on this, Nick. Thanks. Order by, or yeah, order by receive date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, dude, you would be, I, you'd be a pig in shit if you, if you got into like <laughs> Mike's, Mike's, uh, database. You know what I'm saying? You could start tweaking all that stuff. Oh. Yep. All of a sudden, the next time we talk, you'll be like, all right, I have a scan gun now. So I just scan my barcode. I have it a scan up. gun. Oh, there you go. You're already ahead of the game. Yeah, I have one. <laughs> up on the screen, I put in, like, cover D, and then I'm on to the next one. Mm, I'm sure yeah. you could print a label if you wanted to. I'm sure you could. Yeah, I'm sure there's got to be a way. Hmm. This is interesting. Buddy, 
even if you had a scanner, I mean, that's a hell of a lot better than me with a yellow steno pad writing down, shade the changing man, 12, 13, 16, 17, 18. Those are the ones I need. Like, oh, just to scan in something and be like, all right, what don't I have? Oh, all these. Okay, perfect. You know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about this real quick, and it actually would be really easy on a spreadsheet. Because mm. on the scanner, if you don't have, like, a program that reads the barcode, mm-hmm. um, if you if you have it plugged – because it plugs in USB. If you have it plugged in, it reads as a, as a keyboard. So when you scan a barcode, it just prints out the UPC, right? Oh. So, I mean, in this case, with the spreadsheet, you don't even need that. Uh, but what you can do is – so I have a spreadsheet, right? And let's say, like – how would you do this? All right, so there, there's some intricacies on like how you would organize. Maybe it'd be like a sheet per book or something. Um, but anyways, what you could do is, so let's say uh, at, at the bottom of your list of comics, you just like key in all the new books that you get for the month somehow, okay? Obviously uh-huh. with, the, with the barcode scanner, it'd be easier. But you just key them in and then you, you create a column labeled box number, okay? And you punch in the box number. And then you just do sort alphabetically, and then it's alphabetical order, and it's got the box. So then you don't even need to worry about it. You know what I mean? Be like, oh, I want to read Batman 500 today. What box is it in? And I just go to the Batman tab, look to 500, and it says, you know, box 13. So I just go to box 13. And Can tomorrow I, I want to ask... read 501, box 27. Bam. Exactly. Yeah. Can I ask a quick question? Yes. Would Eric have the availability to take your order... And save it as a CVS file oh. and email it to you every month. Oh, well, you know what? Uh, he wouldn't need to do that because I have the spreadsheet. Okay, so that's a format that you can just bring on over? Yeah, you can just export it as whatever. Yeah, because then you have all the data right there. Right. So As well to... as the price you just paid. Right. So what I have to do is – oh, yeah, that's easy too. So I'd have to just sort by quantity, right? Because like you, you, you order like one, 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 one. Sort by quantity, and that gives me all the books that I ordered. Delete everything else, and then just copy and paste those into a spreadsheet. Yeah, you know I mean? like the work. inventory spreadsheet. Yeah, that could work. Yeah, this could work. That really might be easy. the way. This might be the way. Because I was trying to think about all of your old comic books. Oh yeah. Maybe you just need this is the clean break. Like this, that was the before times. This is the now times. Ooh. Let's go. Let's move it. Let's go. Yeah, uh, and the thing is, I don't track any of those. The only ones I track are the Batman books. Right. I'm just trying to save you time and effort. Like, yeah. sure. And in my head, I'd be like, yeah, but I did all my current ones. But all of that other stuff needs to be done. No, it doesn't need to be done. But in my collector mentality mind, it needs to be done. Like, why? You don't mm. need it. Like, other than are you going to go to a con and, like, where are – what? Teen Titan books do I need from the 70s? Like, are you really going to buy a Teen Titan book over a Batman book? Doubt right, me. right, right, right. So why waste all that time just to have your complete collection done? Like, yeah. Oh, I got to play with this. This is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good idea. But now, are you going to fall into the Mike Myers trap and be without boxes and backing boards and stuff like that? Or have you already purchased a nice supply of that? Uh, well, I mean, so April is coming. I don't need to because there's a section in the or in the spreadsheet for bags and boards. What about long boxes? Uh, you know what? Now that you mentioned that, I need to email Eric because oh, he's gonna get a big old email 
I need to put on there that it should give you a quantity of books you ordered. Because all it does is it gives you a, a total amount. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it needs to have is a quantity. So you True. know so you know how many bags and boards to order. That would be helpful. Right? Um, either that or just like send me bags and boards for everything I order where I don't need to count anything. Oh, there you go. Right? Because yeah, what I had to do like, is – what I had to do is go down the spreadsheet and count what I ordered so I knew how many bags and boards to order. Yeah. I would just tell him, like, is there an option for every book I buy, I want it, I want it bagged and boarded. Yep. Like, just charge me for that. Yep. That's the way to do it. Yep. As That's well as – and my next question, can I sign up for the April DC bundle? I mean, it's too late now. Well, who's to say? Are oh, we talk, oh, I see are what we you talking mean. talking customer service or are we talking FOC? Mean. I see what you mean. Are we, Eric, are we friends of Charo or are we not? <laughs> Come on. Is that an episode title for real? I'm pretty sure it is. I don't know. But I would, <laughs> I would highly recommend throwing out, especially if you're doing FOC, what April title wouldn't be included in FOC? And for him, it'd probably be easy because it's just like, eh, it's one extra click and yet I'm selling how much more to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's mm. that's with some customer service spending over backwards right there. That's I would true. think that's unless true. All, unless he knows, yeah. But if I gave him that, there's going to be whatever a Batman number one that I know is going to be so hard to get, and now I'm screwed out of that issue because I gave it to him. Mm, I see. You know where he could be charging twenty five bucks for that issue. Yeah, 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 yeah. But dude, that's hey, you're running a business. Mm. I'm not asking for the George Perez uh, Avengers JLA book. Yep. The Hero Initiative one. Yep. Which that was fat, bright, back to Brightside Chat. That was a fascinating conversation. <laughs> yes. yes. John has to go through with that. That yep. is, that's, that's insanity. That yeah, Hero Initiative wouldn't just be like, let's do 10, unless Marvel was like, no, you can only do this amount. Like, that's insane. Yeah, but, all right, so number one, why would they do that? Number two, why pick such a low number, right? Like, that's I what get, I'm saying. I, I understand that, like, the appetite for comics isn't what it used to be, right? But, like, surely there's at least, like, you know, 10,000, 15,000 people that would be like, oh, George Perez? Yeah, whatever. Especially, like, what it's for. You know what I mean? And especially hearing the news about him. Yeah, like exactly. who wouldn't? Once you hear, oh, some of the proceeds go goes towards helping him and his family. What thirty, forty, fifty year old comic book fan wouldn't be like, I like George Perez. I like that message. I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. I don't get that either. And I hate to say it, I'm I'm with John. It, he, that, it's just like me working at Rose Records. We had a Ticketmaster. You know how much bullshit I had to put up with selling tickets? <laughs> Guess what? If a couple like front row tickets fell into my pocket for face value, you know how much bullshit I had to put up with to get mm. those? Yeah. F that. F yep. that. Like, I can't blame him for being like, hey, if I get one in, I might keep it. Yep. Like, <laughs> yeah. Amen yeah. to that. Yep. I agree. I wasn't going out scalping the ticket, and I'm sure he's not going to go out and like, give me $3,000 for that. Like, no. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I don't get it either. Yeah. I don't get it either. Uh, and you know, we, we had this conversation before. It's kind of like, uh, uh, what's that company? Bad idea. The bad idea books. Mm. And why I don't get them. 
Mm. Th- this like uh, artificial scarcity thing. I hate it. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, I hate it. And and I hate that I can't read them. I mean, I could read them, right? I mean, I could order them. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, can't Kawabunga get them for you? Um, I don't know if they're a what 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 is this? Oh, I opened the wrong spreadsheet. Oh. Oh, it's the same spreadsheet. Okay, this is the blank one, not the one with my order on it. Uh, let's see. Bad idea. Yeah, they don't do bad idea books. Unless there's no bad idea books in April. There could be no bad idea books in April. Uh, that's interesting. You know, if I had a previews magazine, I would know this. I know. Dang it. Uh, well, you'll have one soon, right? I'll have one in April, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Now... What are you going to do when you get this gigantic box delivered to you? Uh-huh, uh-huh. After the second month, the wife is going to be pulling out her back because she had to bring that box in twice in two, in two months. <laughs> what are you going to do for your wife? That is a big box of chocolate waiting to happen. She is going to be in so much pain lifting Listen, up that big old box. I do plenty for my wife. <laughs> okay. I do plenty. Uh, let's see. I mean, my local comic shop does bad idea. I'm still not going to get them. Where's, uh, what am I looking at? Cowabunga. Oh, they do do them. So maybe there's no books. There you go. There you go. I thought they did. Um, yeah, that's right. Because, uh, Dewan does the Cowabunga too. Oh, good. And I know he gets the, the bad idea books. I like that. Uh, I'm pretty sure all our friends do Cowabunga. We have terrible friends. No, we have great friends. Well, Cowabunga. Come on. That's right. I mean, it's, and then, it's so funny. So the day I released our last episode, uh, mm-hmm. Dennis texted me. <laughs> uh oh. And he's like, how'd you like them cheap books? <laughs> <laughs> and I told him, I said, man, I ordered way too much shit. I wouldn't even bother reading. <laughs> and now after listening to this episode, he'll be like, I got him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dennis, the Kawabunga, you should ask Kawabunga for a referral program. Uh, no kidding, right? Yeah. Oh, so good. This episode brought to you by Kawabunga. Heck yeah. Um, not paid, paid. Not paid, paid. Um, actually, you know what? I, I forgot to email him. I was supposed to email him anyway about something slightly unrelated, but related. Nice. Uh, anyways, so, uh, so yeah, so that's been my, my journey over the last, uh, whatever, since last we recorded. Two weeks. God, I love it. Love it. Uh, we'll see what my wife says. She didn't say anything about the box today. Good. But, uh, she's also like, she's also a little bit on pins and needles right now. Uh oh. Um, all right, let me tell you this two stories real quick. Okay. Sure. All right. Wives, gotta love them. Ain't that right, boys? Uh, husbands, you gotta love them too. Ain't that right, ladies? Oh boy. So, uh, so anyways. So, remember I told you we bought Reagan a car? Mm hmm. Okay. So, the whole time we've had this car, it's like a pain in the ass to put gas in it. What? Okay. Like you go put gas in it, you hit the button on the pump, and it pumps for like three seconds, and it clicks, and you just got to do this like nonstop till it fills up, right? Oh, jeez. So I'm like, you got to fucking call these people. How are they going to sell you a car that you can't put gas in it? Right. Anyways, so finally she got in touch with them, and I made a service appointment. I took the car there two days ago. It's going to cost $1,500 to fix it. Whoa. I paid like. Is it just like a sensor that just uh, that thinks that the tank is always full? There's like a sensor and there's some valve or something like I don't know. There's a couple things. Brilliant. Um, and because of this issue, like the catalytic converter's gone bad. Oh, so so no. it also needs a catalytic. So really, it's a twenty six hundred dollar fix. Uh, for a car I paid six grand for. You know what I mean? 
Like, what sense does that make? Uh, so, so I'm dealing with that because yeah. she didn't handle it very well. Uh, so now I'm handling it. And then uh, a couple months ago, Reagan wanted a new phone. So they went to the T-Mobile store. I'm going to call them out. Shame on them. T-Mobile store. Got this phone. Um, and she's like, oh, so great. Like, we're supposed to get like a $500 credit for it. It's like a $600 phone, right? And we're getting $500 credit for it. Great. So one month goes by. I look at my bill. No credit. Where's the credit? Oh, well, he said it's going to be two billion periods, which, okay, like I've, I've heard of that before. We'll go with it. Second billion period comes around. There's no credit. Where's my fucking credit? Huh. Call T-Mobile. So now I just paid my third phone bill. No credit. I'm like, where's the fucking credit? So anyway, she's been going back and forth with them for a week. Finally, they called her today. They told her they're going to give her a $20 credit on her phone bill. And I was like, for, all the, for all the hassle? Yeah. And I'm like, you didn't accept that, did you? They told you it was a $500 credit. Well, they're saying it's because it was like a add a line promotion or whatever, and we didn't add the line. I don't give a shit what the fucking promotion is. If the guy told you you're getting a $500 credit, you get a $500 credit. Right. You know what I mean? So I called them today. Uh-oh. Uh, and they're working on it. They're going to call me back tomorrow. Uh, and the lady's like, Ooh. well, I mean, you could just add a line and I can do it that way. And I'm like, I'm not adding a fucking line. There's three people in the house. I have three lines. Why would I add another line? Right. Just give me my fucking $500 credit. And so she's like, oh, you know, no promises, but we see what we do. I said, listen, I've been with you guys for 10 years. I'd hate to fucking cancel my phone service because you won't give me my credit. And we still, we, we're still paying on phone. Like my, you know, there's the $500 left on Reagan's phone. My wife got like that brand new Samsung. That's like a thousand dollars. My iPhone's like almost paid off. But still, so if I cancel, I got to pay these these phones, right? So that's like, I don't know, $1,600. I told her, I said, I'll be more than happy to pay the $1,600 to pay my phones off to get the fuck out of here. So we'll see. They're going to call me back tomorrow. See what they say. Boy, your daughter, she grew up fast. (laughs) I mean, nothing snaps you into adulthood than stuff like this. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, poor thing. So she started her job like two weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, I'm at work and I, all of a sudden, like my wife is texting me nonstop about, about tax stuff because she's got to fill out tax forms. Yeah. So it's like, how, what, how many exemptions does she have to put down? One, two, zero? What? Yeah. Is yeah. Like, yeah. you know, whatever, all those stupid questions they ask. Yep. And so I'm like, I'll just call her. So I just called Reagan and we just did it like quickly. Right. Um, and I was like, man, talk about like an introduction to adulthood. You know what I mean? Like filling Ugh. out fucking tax forms. <laughs> and you're so excited because it's your first day. Oh, my God, this is awesome. <laughs> going into that's like, what? Even now, five decades old, I'm still like, wait, do I do zero? What, what do one? I, I, what takes out the most taxes? Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. then I'll get a bigger rebate check. Or what takes out no taxes? And I'll pay at the end of the year because I don't yeah. want to give the government any extra money. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I've, then, I, then, I, then, I, then the HR or payroll person's like, well, I can't make that decision. I can't really even tell you. We've right. waited. It's like, come yeah. on. Yeah. You know this. Well, so number one, uh, always do zero. Um, I had a, I had a friend of mine that had like this whole system. So like he, he would do like two months at zero and then switch it to like nine or something for like six months. 
and then like switch it to one for the rest of the year. Like he had this whole formula filled out, and I'm like, bro, that is too much work. Just fucking put zero. That, that poor payroll company, <laughs> right? <laughs> With this guy, oh my yeah, god, three guy, times man. a year we see you. Get out of here. Get out of here. So uh, always to zero. Number two, why don't they teach you how to fill out a damn tax form in school? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's useful information. <laughs> Hell, you're lucky to even find out how to balance a checkbook at this point. Oh, unless listen. you're taking an accounting class. Yeah, I know. Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I've been in management for so long, I probably would have no idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but is yeah. she enjoying the job? Oh, she loves it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she loves it. Um, so, yes, that concludes our segment. What in the comicsology is going on here? Beat Saber. Um, so yeah, so it's uh, it's gonna be interesting. I gotta see what I'm gonna do next. You know what I mean? I feel like I gotta get more comics now. Heck yeah, you do. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I just like that you're, and I'm sure you're even more excited about it. I like that I can just come to you and be like, "Hey, you read the the first arc of the new Defenders title." You know, who's doing that? How is it? And you'll be like, yeah, I have it. I haven't read it. Or, oh, dude, you got to pick that up. Like, I like that you're going to be back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. And and I got to say, like, I know some people are listening and they're like, I told you. I've been telling you for years. Physical's worth that. Um, all right, hipster. Listen here. Okay. <laughs> uh, I feel you. I get what you mean. I just ain't nobody got time for that. You know what I mean? I uh, got you. But, uh, but, but there is, there is something nice. I know some people like really love the comic book, like store experience. Uh, I'm, I've never really been one of those people. Um, uh, mainly cause I don't like to talk to people. You know what I mean? Like I talk to people at work all day, right? You when know, I, my I, favorite thing about a comic book store experience. Yeah. yeah. When, when you go in there and they leave me alone. <laughs> well, that usually happens for me. Thank God. But you go in there and their dollar bin books. They just want to move them out, so they price them like three for fifty cents. Oh, uh, sure, yeah, yeah. Those are the times where it's like, oh, it's Christmas. Are you kidding me? Here's oh, twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Guess how much I just got. Yep. Yeah. So my local other shop than does that. Uh... Like, like especially when you go in every week. If you went in every month or every two months, you could see all of the related back issues flowing back. You know. Mm-hmm. But when you go in every week, it's like. The back stuff, you don't even pay attention to. You're looking like at a hundred comic book covers and it's like, all right, I'll pick out 25. Yeah. And now yeah. I'm- I got to see, you know, maybe I'll email Eric, see if he's got them. Uh, he might not, but uh, I was listening to uh, the last Geek Brunch uh, mm. and, and Mike and Bill were talking about uh, those Antarctic, uh, Antarctic press books, mm-hmm. um, the horror comics, uh, exciting comics. What's the other one? Jungle Comics, and there was one more. Uh, I want to get those. You should. That sounds like my jam. It sounds like you have about five questions to email Eric about after yeah, this. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, do you have these in stock? Can you just send me all of them? Uh, I went on. Uh, I went on my comic shop to try to get uh, exciting comics and horror comics, and they didn't have a single one. Oh, dang it! Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe Are that's not sh- true. They might have had like the last couple, but I was like, I just want to order all of them. But why not just get them from Eric or tell him I want these, try to track them down for me and throw them in the April box. Mm. Done and done. Maybe. 
And if you have to charge me $10 for one of them, charge me 10 bucks. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't think that'd be 10 bucks, but yeah. I'm just saying, have him work for you. You don't got, hey, you know your motto? You don't got time for that? That's yeah, how much sure. you, you want to you send out an email and like, you just run with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could be like, hey, there's uh, there's 20 issues of this. If it's like under 200 bucks, just send it to me. There you go. Yeah, that that could work. For sure. And you, hey, <laughs> would he rather like to hold on to comic books that aren't moving or put them into your April box and charge you for them? I'm pretty sure he's more than willing to send up to you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's awesome. Am I recording? Yeah, <laughs> who cares? Oh, yeah, Doesn't I am matter. recording. Okay, good. Oh, just, okay, check, good. just checking. Good. Uh, yeah, 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 that'd be awesome, actually. Yeah. Uh, a it's not like concierge. you're asking for the uh, Batman penis issue. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I have that. No, I'm just saying. Like, remember when everybody was like, oh, I need that. And I can't believe my comic book store doesn't have it. Oh, what the hell? It's like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I should have ordered it. And it's not like you're going to him asking for something like that. You're asking for stuff that maybe didn't sell and he's just holding on to. True. Love it. Very true. Love it. Eric. The comic book concierge. Heck yeah. Uh, that's what we need. Is there like a, like an Instacart for comics? That's what you we need. need. You, we need a, um, just like a private shopper, but he's yeah. a, he or she's a private comic book shopper. Yeah. Just scour the internet. Try to, I want it at this grade. I'm willing to pay this much and come back to me in three days and let me know what you got. See, you feel me. Yeah, and then just tack on 25%, and that's how much you get. Bingo. Yeah. Why can't we have that? Uh, hey, you don't think like like the issues you just talked about, under under 200 bucks. you don't think somebody would spend a little bit of time searching for that to send it to you for 50 bucks? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Maybe. Well, you're doing, you're doing the Lord's work, and now you can finally start smelling that paper again. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's see here. I haven't done this in a while. Oh, man. <sighs> Satisfying. <laughs> so good. Until it gets stuck to your comic book. Mm, that smells good. Mm. Nothing like a fresh unread comic. Heck yeah. <clears throat> mm. All right, very good. Uh, you know what time it is? Time to wrap up. It's time to talk Batman. Well, you got to do the sign-off. Oh, that's right. Thank you for listening. Oh, wait. We should preface. We're about to talk Batman. I'm going to try not to spoil it, but I know Nick's probably got questions. I want you to spoil it. So it might be spoiled through these questions. So if you haven't seen The Batman uh, or don't want to hear spoilers, sign off. If you've seen it and you want to hear spoilers, stick around after the show. All right. If you want to get in touch with us, Nick, at Nick Wetmore, me, Geekvine, show, Nerd Legion, on the Twitter machine, get on there. Best place to be. Uh, you can follow us on all the streaming services. The podcast is there. Mm -hmm. uh, we come at you regularly, sometimes once a month, sometimes once a year, but it's regular. Yeah, so go rate and review us. You're guaranteed that every time an episode comes out, you will get one episode. Very regular. Uh, rate and review, five stars only. If you can't give us five stars, get the hell out of here. I don't care. All right? All right, cool. Uh, email, hello at nerdlegion.com. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. All right, The Batman. The Batman. So, I was going to go today, 
at three o'clock and at seven o'clock. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at work yesterday and I'm listening to the Brightside chat and they had gotten tickets for seven o'clock Wednesday. Ooh, a day before. Oh, wait. No, they were talking about it. I don't think they got tickets. I think they were going today at 3. But mm-hmm. they were talking about the 7 p.m. showing. And I was like, wait, I didn't see a 7 p.m. showing on Wednesday. So I get on Fandango. There it is. <gasps> One theater is showing it at 7 p.m. Ooh. Okay. The big theater. Uh, Regal? Ho- Regal Hollywood 20. Yep. So I said, oh, shit. There it is. I should get tickets. So I'm in a management meeting. And I said, hang on a second. I got to order Batman tickets. So I, <laughs> so I went ahead and I ordered my tickets for 7 p.m. Okay. I, I picked my seat and I look, here's the thing. I ended up getting the wrong seat. Oh, I always like to sit, uh, you know, that, uh, that aisle that divides like the first few rows to the rest of the theater. Mm-hmm. All right. I like to sit on that first row behind the aisle because there's sure. nobody in front of you. Right. And then you have, uh, you know, like the, 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 the banister there so you can pop your feet up. Yeah. Wheelchair access. Sure. So I said, I, I, that's what I always get. So I go on there and I didn't see the, the aisle on the map. Mm. So I just guessed by like how many rows were in front of me. Uh, and I picked my seat, right? C12. Mm. All right. So, uh, I said, I got my tickets. We can resume this meeting. So I stayed at work late. I stayed until like 5.30, 5.45. Cause I don't mm-hmm. want to come all the way home and then go back all the way to the theater. Cause it's, right. it's 30 minutes to my house and then it would have been 15 minutes back to the movie theater. Um, so instead I just drive 15 minutes to the movie theater. Um, so I stayed, I stayed at work late, uh, got out, went, uh, you know, walked around for a little bit, went in the theater about 6.30. What about dinner? Uh, I wasn't hungry. I had a big lunch. Oh, we had a manager meeting. So we ate at the meeting. Oh, free food. That's yeah, exactly. All right. So, um, so I get in the theater about 6.30. By the way, great experience because I always do my tickets on Fandango. But, you know, I haven't been to the theater in two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so before I would order my tickets on Fandango and then you go to the theater. You go, you don't have to talk to somebody. You just go to a little machine and swipe your card and it spits out your ticket. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't need to do that anymore. They just email you a, a QR code. So when you get into the theater, they just scan your QR code and tell you where to go. Nice. Um, so, uh, so I, I scan my QR code and walk in. Didn't get popcorn. Oh man. No popcorn. I was still full okay. from lunch. So I, I walked to theater two and as I turned a corner, I realized theater two is the RPX theater. Okay. Yeah. So that's the, the regal version of IMAX. Yeah. So I said, Oh shit. I'm watching it in IMAX. Perfect. What a great first viewing this is going to be. Row C might be, you might be up there, but. Bingo. You might be way too close. So, this is what threw me off. They had the wheelchair access section, which I always see as that little hallway thing, right? Mm-hmm. But in the RPX theater, that, that's not, that's not it. In the RPX theater, uh, the wheelchair seating is literally directly in front of the screen. Ooh. Okay. So like be- before the first row. So C12, which was dead center of the movie theater, uh, which is where I always sit. But it's only the third row back. So I was literally, I don't know, let's say 15 feet from the screen. Uh, I don't know how big IMAX screens are, but, you know, it's like the entire theater. Uh, so we'll say like, you know, a 600-inch screen 15 feet away, pretty damn close. Oh, yeah. Pretty damn close. Um, I will say it did not impact my viewing whatsoever. It was beautiful being that close. Oh, 
Uh, the only issue I had was during one, there was a chase scene and there's like fire or uh, machine guns being shot. Uh, mm-hmm. And like, I almost had a seizure because <laughs> I was so close. My eyes like started blinking. Um, but aside from that, it, it was fine. Like, whatever. I'm not going to pick C ever again. Um, but like, I don't really have a complaint. Like, it didn't affect my experience. Uh, all right. So in terms of the experience itself, okay. Uh, it was hot in there. It was hot. 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 Is it one of those, cause you said it was hot in your area. Yeah, but is I mean, it one of those, like, the theater is still set to, like, kick on the heat? So because you had a hot day, the air conditioning was never set to kick on? So, so then the theater just heated up naturally because it was hot outside? So that is possible. However, it was sold out. Ooh, so a lot of breathing. So there was a lot of people in there. Ooh, how did that, how was that going into it? Uh, number one, did not realize that we're not doing the uh, every other seat thing. <gasps> okay. So when I say sold out, I mean literally sold out, like every oh, seat. Okay. Wow. Um. So did not realize this was the thing. So that's a lot of people, a lot of hot breath. Uh. And you know it's all leather chairs because it's a fancy theater. So uh, me and leather don't do very well. My ass is very sticky. Yeah, yeah, very my, sticky. My, my ass is sweating. Uh, mm. I don't like the sweat. So uh, anyways, very hot. Uh. But still, it was still a fun experience. So don't get me wrong. Uh. Just uh. Didn't didn't play out like I thought it would. Okay. The experience. Uh, yes, not the movie. The movie was fantastic. Right. Okay, uh, we're still talking about the experience. We're still talking about the experience. All right. So I know you would like to ask about the trailers and things like that. So I'll tell you. Yes. Uh, there were three trailers. Li- really, two and a commercial. Uh, so I don't know if this is like a an R- RPX thing or it's like the new way of doing things, but there was like. A beautiful countdown before the movie. Okay. It started like 10 minutes before the movie. And there's like a countdown on the top right of the screen. And you have like all these, like the Batman movie posters on screen. Like it was beautiful. Okay. And there was like slideshow in between different posters or whatever. And uh, like there would be like movie trivia for the Batman, like on the screen as the countdown's going. All right. So the countdown ends. First trailer comes on. Okay. Uh, first trailer, super pets. Oh, yeah. I did see a trailer for that. All right. I didn't know this was a thing. So it was my first mm-hmm. time seeing it. Uh, will I go see it in theaters? No. But will I see it when it goes streaming? Yes, because it looks pretty fun. Uh, and Keanu Reeves is the voice of Batman. So that'll be fun. <laughs> uh, Super Pets. Um, second trailer, Elvis Presley biopic. Yeah. Did not expect that. Yeah. Baz Luhrmann. Yeah, it looks great. Mm-hmm. And Tom Hanks. Yeah, weird-looking Tom Hanks. Yeah, he looks... I mean... Probably prosthetics, I would assume. I would assume. Yeah, but but uh, doesn't the doesn't the guy who plays Elvis, if this was filmed twenty five years ago, isn't he like he could play Johnny Depp's son? Yes. There's so much Johnny Depp to him. Holy yep. mackerel. Yep. All right. So second trailer, Elvis looks great. Will I see it in theaters? No. Um, but I will watch it streaming. Uh, I won't rent it, but when it's free, I'll watch it. Uh, third trailer, not a trailer, more commercial. It was like the year of the hero or something. Hmm. Uh, so it's like a, a DC promo for all the DC movies coming out this year. Oh yeah. They, they showed that during the Super Bowl. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Batman, Black Adam, the Flash, uh, what's the Aquaman? Right. All right. So, so that promo and then the movie starts. Wow. So you didn't have to sit through 25 minutes of trailers huh nope that was it nice nice 
that was it. Five minutes tops. Uh, I don't know if it's because maybe just there aren't any movies coming out, but uh, but that was it. All right. Oh, and they made a point. All these movies only in theaters. Okay. Only in theaters. Only in theaters. All right. Then the movie starts. All right. This movie is long. Okay. The movie mm. is two hours and fifty-four minutes long. Whoa. Yes. Holy Christ. Uh, however, that's getting up there with Snyder cut. Yes. Dang. However, but did it feel did like two feel hours it. and fifty-two minutes? Did not feel it. I was extremely engrossed the entire movie. Ooh. All right. Um, okay. Let me give you before we continue. I'm gonna give you ratings. And that's this is the tough part, right? Because you have the, the recency thing, right? Like I just watched this movie, so I'm like all in it, right? So I get out yeah. of the theaters and I was like, what would I rate this? I rated it nine out of ten. And this was Wednesday night, your first showing. First showing, Wednesday night. Gotcha. Nine out of gotcha. ten. Uh, That's I, a I great wanna, review. It's a great review. I mean, I don't want to, I was like, oh man, ten out of ten. But then I thought about it, I was like, no, 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 no. You just got out of the movie, you can't rate it a ten, right? Cause like, what about on rewatch? Is it still gonna be a ten? What about in six months, right? Right. Uh, plus like, you haven't watched a, a Batman movie in, in, you know, six months. So how does it compare to the other ones, right? So nine out of ten. Still a fantastic score, right? Mm-hmm. So, I go see it today. Got out of the movie theater. I changed my rating. New rating, 9.69 out of 10. Holy cats. Okay, I'm leaving, I'm leaving a little room in here. Leaving a little room. Uh, just in case. And you know, the score could go down in six months when I rewatch it. What, so the score can go up or down depending on the extended version? Yes. Yes. Mm hmm. Okay. Well, not even the extended, right? No, Siri, I'm not asking you anything. Go away. <laughs> um, not just that, just like after having seen it a couple of times, maybe the score just changes. Sure, right? sure. It, it might not, right? Like, I still watch, look, 20 years later, I still watch the original Matrix movie, okay? My score for that movie has not changed in 20 years. Mm. Right? So it could be the same for this movie. Um, some of the Batman movies it has. Like when I, we always talk about Batman 89, right? Um, mm-hmm. and I always joke how it's my least favorite. It's not my least favorite, but I love the joke because people get mad. Uh, so I continue it. Right. But, the, but my score for that has changed, right? Or like, uh, Batman and Robin, right? I loved it when I went to see it in theaters. Uh, rewatching it now all these years later, my score has definitely dropped for that movie, right? Uh, my wife and I, like, the one comic movie we enjoy watching together is The Dark Knight, okay? Mm. My score for that movie has never changed. Oh. Okay? 10 out of 10 every time, all right? Uh, so my score could change. But I will tell you, on second viewing, higher score. Because, uh, like, now you know what you what to expect, right? And right. so you're, like, looking for other things. Uh, like, you know, I, we were texting about the music. Um, like, you hear that Nirvana song a lot. Okay. It's like on, on repeat for like an hour. Okay. Dang. Uh, but not like the whole song, like an instrumental part of it. Um, and it's not always the same. It's like, uh, it's like listening to a Max Richter CD. Okay. Where like, if you listen to a Max Richter album, it's like one song performed 15 different ways. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, that's like a traditional soundtrack. Yeah. Kind of. Uh, I mean, but, look at like Trent Reznor for mm-hmm, like, you know, mm-hmm. Yes. For his three Fincher soundtracks, like they're all based on it's two or three pieces of music. And then there's variations on it, depending on the scene. Yes. 
Um, all right. So there's like a lot of variations of the Nirvana song. Okay. Um, but what I found interesting, uh, and I, I still haven't like placed it exactly on a second viewing. So maybe I'll need a third viewing and just focus on the music. Yeah. Um, but like, I think the, the way that the music plays out is actually really well done. Um, because like, there's, there's sections where you get like a more, um, like typical orchestral music theme, uh, when like certain things happen. Like there's, there's a scene at like the, the Gotham Square Garden. Um, and you know, it, you, you're not listening to this Nirvana song. There's like, the typical like orchestral like fight music that you get in movies. Yep. Okay, and it goes with the action, right? Um so I think on the third viewing I might focus a little more on that. Because you gotta remember I'm watching it in RPX, right? So just it's like whatever, fucking eleven VJ, what is it? Tell me. I don't know. Twenty seven point three surround sound. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a lot going on with the sound. Um but uh but the music is well placed in like when they pick certain things um so music fantastic i loved like i i don't know what it is about this rendition of this nirvana song um but like i I just can't get bored of listening to it i don't know what it is um and i mean it's in the trailer so like everyone knows what the song is but anyways loved it all right well just before we jump off the music i just looked up michael gene cano did the music for it he also did Spider-Man No Way Home, Up, ah, okay. The Incredibles, Ratatouille, Star Trek, Super 8. Like, he's Jurassic World, War, okay. uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. Like, he... Good pedigree. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that that's a that's a list right there. Wait, War of the Planet... You know that's not streaming? I need to buy that. <laughs> Sorry for the tangent. Let me make a note here. War of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, that's the one with Woody Harrelson, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I need to buy that. Uh, alright. Uh, I bought Dune. Did I tell you that? No. Yeah, I bought Dune. I was gonna buy it, uh, a couple weeks ago, and it was 20 mm-hmm. bucks, and I was like, eh, I don't wanna pay 20 bucks. Good thing I didn't, cause I checked again last week, and it was $10. I said, yep, sold. Uh, uh the physical? No, no, no. Physical Blu-ray TV. or Apple digital TV. download? Yeah, Apple oh, nice. TV. Yeah, yeah, nice. Which is fine because it's like you know the 4K version with all the extras and whatever. So yeah, you need uh, that 4K. I watched it. It's great. I do need that 4K. Don't know. Don't know if you know. Dune's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty great. Pretty good. Uh, I hear they're about to go into production for the sequel. Like they're working. Thank on God. It. Yeah, finally, Thank right? Uh, Should have been out already. Anyways, back to the Batman. Yeah. Uh, there's a. Uh, you know I love Batman. I've heard that. You've heard that. Uh, I love Batman. Uh, one thing I don't like doing for things like I know I'm going to see is like dive too deep into trailers. Um, I did watch all the, tr- most of the trailers for this. Ooh, that's unlike you. Okay. Yeah, I, I did watch most of the trailers. Not all of them, but you know, some of them. Uh, let's say half of them because uh, there were probably like six. Yeah. Um, I did not realize John Torturo's in this. Did you know I that? I did not, I did not realize that either. Oh, this might be a spoiler. Because I don't think he appears in any trailer. Uh, no, the last thing I, I knew he, that he was doing was uh, that um, Adam Scott Apple TV show that just aired two weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, all right, so I did not know he was in this. 
Uh, and when he first showed up on screen, I was like, this guy looks familiar. I love me some Totoro. Uh, and it wasn't until later in the movie that I realized who he was, who the actor was. Uh, do you want, you know who he plays? God, no, so and good. I want to know. Calendar Carmine Man? Falcone. Ooh, that's a good casting call. Let me tell you, that's a fucking perfect casting. Cause he's like, old enough that he could play that. Yeah. Nice. Um, so nice. Torturo as Falcone, fucking awesome. That's really good. Okay. All right. Uh, so didn't I realize he was in it? He was amazing. Okay. Uh, so this is where we get into some, uh, some of the plot. Let's talk about some of the plot here. Yeah. Uh, cause there's, there's a lot of com- very, like if you read a lot of Batman, like you should pick up like all the stories this is based on. Nice. Okay. Uh, and it's not one. Okay. Um, like there, there is like one very obvious inspiration. Um, and it's a long Halloween. Sure. Because the movie takes place in Halloween. Okay. Mm. Uh, except, uh, replace, um, Holiday and Calendar Man with the Riddler. Okay. So those characters as the Riddler. Uh, Interesting. And then replace, um, I'm trying to think. Cause there's, there's no two face in this movie. Um, so you don't get that. Um, oh God, who was it? Cause you had that whole thing where like, oh yeah, it was Calendar Man. Calendar Man knows the, who the killer is. Yeah. Um, so, so that's part of that, but like some of that is placed on the penguin. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, uh which he's called the penguin sometimes in the movie, but he's mainly referred to as Oz. Mm. Um, and that's, uh, Colin Farrell. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. That's what I said. Uh, cause I saw the trailer. I was like, Oh, penguin. And I showed it to my wife cause I didn't know who it was. So I looked up the actor and it said Colin Farrell. I said, Oh shit. So I showed my wife the trailer and she says, Oh, is that Colin Farrell? And I'm like, what? How could you possibly <laughs> know that? Cause he's obviously wearing prosthetics. I mean, like not obviously, but like he looks nothing like Colin Farrell. No, I didn't. I didn't even recognize him. That's yeah. cool. All right. So he's the penguin. Um, to be honest with you. I thought the Riddler, when you found out that it was more long Halloween, mm-hmm. I thought since the Riddler is so heavy in the trailers, I thought they were pulling a James Bond where hmm. Batman, right at the beginning, the first 15 minutes, defeats the Riddler before he does XYZ. Uh, and then let's launch into long Halloween uh, with the Penguin. That's where I thought the Riddler or the Penguin was going to be the beginning red herring for 15 minutes and then they're done. Gotcha, gotcha. So that's gotcha, interesting. Gotcha. Okay, that's good. That's I, I would rather like it this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So that's Penguin. Uh, Jeffrey Wright, amazing James Gordon. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, he's great anyway, right? For sure. Uh, but really good. Uh, Zoe Kravitz here. On popular opinion or not? I don't know. It's probably popular. I haven't checked yet. Best Catwoman ever. Oh. Okay. Not only that, like there's. And, and listen, I, there, I'm sure, what's his name? Uh, Reeves, uh, the guy that wrote the movie, Matt Reeves. Mm-hmm. Uh, no doubt, uh, he's a comic book fan. Okay? Mm. He, he has to be. Uh, she, he, she out fight, out fifers fifer? Is that what you're saying? Well, not just that. She looks like a version of Catwoman I recognize. Nice. Where, whereas Michelle Pfeiffer really didn't. No. Right? Um, I did actually read a read an interview with Matt Reeves. Um, Jeff Loeb was his uh, script writing teacher in, in school. Oh wow! And so that's 
partially why there's so much inspiration from Long Halloween because like he loves the Jeff Loeb stuff. And did Jeff Loeb teach the Long Halloween in his class? <laughs> I, that would be amazing. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. That would like, be amazing. Yeah. Um, anyways, Zoe Kravitz, amazing. Like really, yeah. really good as Catwoman. That's um, awesome. And I I do know that she has read. I mean, obviously they always read some of the comics, right? Um, sure. But like I, I read an interview with her, and she was like quoting some of the uh, the Tom King stuff. So like at least the recent stuff she's read. Um, and you get some of those lines from the comics in the movie. Uh, like there's the the one thing where he's like, "I'm vengeance." Um, like I love that whole thing. Uh, there's like a whole justice vengeance thing uh, theme in the in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me tell you, and, and I think you, you probably get this in some of like the promo pictures or whatever. Um, when I said that like she looks like a cat woman I recognize, like when you see her, she's not like fully in cat woman. Like she's got her cat suit, but there's no like cat woman mask. It's more like, uh, like a ski mask that she's kind of like cut in a certain way. Hmm. Um, but it, dude, she looks just like Darwin Cook's cat woman. That's cool. Yeah, like if you if you go back and, and look at those comics, uh, if you see like Catwoman with her mask off, it could be Zoe Kravitz. Um, so I think that was an excellent choice. Uh, and she's really good, like really, really good. Um, I guess that leaves, uh, what's his name? Robert Pattinson as Batman. What about Paul Dano? Oh, we'll do him last. Okay. Robert Pattinson as Batman. Uh, very different take, but really fucking good. Like, where would I place him on my Batman list? I don't know yet. Too Ooh. soon. Too soon. Uh, but he's, he's really good. Um, and the thing is, it's hard to compare to some of the other guys because like every Batman movie has been like Batman's been doing this for a while. Okay. Um, and then you have, uh, what's his name? What's the, the last guy? Paul Dano? No, 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 no. Batman. Oh, uh, Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck. Uh, and Ben Affleck plays like the old Batman. That's like. Yeah been doing this so long he hates like his life um, the batman beyond version yeah there you go uh robert pattison is a very young batman uh so and you learn this at the beginning it's year two because like you see it in his journal that it's year two of him being batman interesting uh so it's a very young batman obviously he's a much younger actor uh than some of the other guys um and i mean he looks younger than he is so uh, his his attitude is very different is he he's, uber broody uh, he is a little emo, yes. Okay. Yep, he's a little emo. But I think it works for that, like, young Batman, right? Because he hasn't learned, like, to control himself yet entirely. Um, like, there, there's some, like, year one references where he talks about, like, going on this journey to, like, learn to control his fear, uh, and emotions. And, like, I thought I was past that stuff. Like, I thought I had mastered it. Uh, so, like, there's references to that stuff. Uh, he hasn't and- met race yet, that type of thing. I well, I mean, year one is him like doing his world traveling, right? Right. So I would assume he would have already met him, right? But didn't he teach him how to like calm down and yes, harness those emotions? Yes. Uh, but again, he's not like overly broody. Uh, he just he's not like the perfect Batman because he's brand new, right? He's been doing it for two years, so right. he he makes mistakes, like he gets beat up, uh, and I like that also, right? Um, and I think it's a yeah, different it's like take. Batman year one where he misses rooftops and like lands on like scaffolding. Yeah. And breaks a rib, that type yeah. of thing. Or like, you know, there's a scene where he's fighting basically like a Joker gang. Um, and it's like 10 dudes, right? Uh, and I would say like an older Batman, 
would be like, can I handle these 10 dudes or not? Uh, if I can't, then like, I'll find some way that I can defeat him. Right. Cause he's got the experience. Uh-huh. Whereas he's young and inexperienced. So he's like, well, I'm a badass. So let's just try this out and see what happens. Uh, right. And hopefully I get it. Right. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. What's the worst that can happen? So, and so because of that, you see him making the mistakes and whatever. And, and I think my favorite thing about this take of Batman is how grounded it is. Um, so I'll give you an example. There's one thing that I always hated in all the other movies. Um, and like they went over the top in, in the trilogy. You remember when he has that suit with the grappling hook and he has like the plane fly by? Remember when he kidnaps yeah. the guy in China? Okay. Yeah. Um, like obviously like a very experienced Batman maybe could do that, right? This guy can't, right? Cause he's new to crime fighting, but, but it's very grounded because like there's one scene where he's breaking out of, uh, Gotham PD. All right. Uh, like Gordon helps him escape and he gets to the top of the building and there's like, you know, 200 cops after him. Uh, and he gets to the edge of the building. And he's like, shit, like I'm at the edge of the building. What do I do? In the other Batman movies, it wouldn't be a big deal, right? Cause he's done this probably a hundred times before. So, you know, he just like jumps off the building and like opens his bat wings and like glides away. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, in this one, the take is, is a lot more grounded. And so, like his suit, like he adapts his suit. Like he like straps this vest on, like he pops his vest out from the sides of the suit and like it straps to the middle, uh, and like hits like a parachute cord basically. And like the suit inflates. So it, it's like a, like a squirrel suit. Hmm. And then he glides off. And I thought that was cool because yeah. like it's a little more realistic. You know what I mean? Like for sure. Fucking grabbing your cape and flying off isn't realistic. Like, okay. Yes. It's a movie and it's based on comics. Yeah. Uh, but like, why couldn't it be made more realistic? Right. And so mm-hmm. that's one way he does it. Um, or like, there's another scene where like he goes chasing after Catwoman. Um, and I guess he like hasn't prepared his suit for this like squirrel thing. Um, so what does he do? He just like shoots the grappling hook onto this like metal pole, uh, in this like unfinished building, um, and uses it to climb down. So he's like running downhill. Um, you know, like, uh, like you saw in Black Widow. Where they just yeah. like run, run down the building. Okay. Um, cause he's got no fear. He's mastered it, but you know, he can't fly cause he's a dude. Um, so like those kind of things made like a big difference to me because it's not like, like you still get the cool scene, but it's not after this like flashy thing. Um, and it makes it more grounded in like if Batman were a real dude, how would it work for him to jump off a building and fly? Yeah. It's not as clean. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was really well done. Um, the suit, I love the suit. I'm, I'm gonna see if I can find a statue of this, cause I love the suit. Nice. Um, yeah, a lot of the movie is very dark. What but made like, the suit work? Uh, is well, it, cause like Ben Affleck's was like full of, you know, uh, protective shells and stuff like that to protect, protect him a little bit. Like what made this suit different than the other versions? Well, for, well, again, it's more grounded. Um, and so it's more like, uh, you know, there's that scene in, in the trilogy where he's like, I need a new suit, like one that can help me like rotate my neck or something. Right. Right. Okay. So like something like that is very simple. Like if Batman is fighting dudes hand to hand, right. And he doesn't use guns. Why would he make a suit that he can't move his neck? Yeah. You see what I mean? All right. So this one, he has full control of his neck. All right. Uh, and he knows dudes are going to shoot at him because Gotham is a little piece of crap. Like, you got to see this. 
Okay. Uh, like New York City in the 70s ain't got nothing on this bitch. <laughs> All right. Like this is a dirty, dirty fucking place. Um, and so it's, um, I mean, there's been some interpretation of this in the comics. It's more like a, like a bulletproof suit, right? So, you know, there's like the, like the segmented Kevlar armor kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously some places are like more padded than others because, you know, like if you get shot on the arm, whatever, but if you get shot on the chest, you're dead, right? Gotcha. Um, and it's like, it's all functional. Um, so like even the way the cape comes out of the suit, I really like because it looks like it's attached under the chest plate. Um, oh, and then, um, there's no batarangs, but he does have one, uh, and it's the emblem. So like there's one scene where he has to cut this like, uh, power cord or whatever. Um, and he just, like, he like pops the emblem out from his chest and uses it as a knife to cut this cord. Um, oh, so like, you know, little things like that. We're just like, does he grab stuff like... off of his uh, utility belt at all? Uh, no, no. Um, uh, but it does look like maybe there's some like, like a robotic enhancement to like his arms. Because uh, like there's a couple fight scenes where I could I swear like you can hear like uh like pneumatics. Oh, so it's like that Winter Soldier yeah. piston sound. Yeah, that's yep. cool. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yep. Um, and he does have this thing that like pops out from under his gauntlet. Um, that he uses to punch people. Like you see that at one point. So like mm. there is you, you see what I mean? Like it's very grounded. Like if I was a dude and I wanted to be Batman. How would I make this work, right? Like, I have to think about my safety, but I know I'm not the strongest guy, so, like, I'll do the cybernetic enhancement, or, like, whatever, the pneumatics for enhancement. Like, I'll have this squirrel suit in case I gotta jump off a building. Um, I'll have this, like, you know, super sharp blade in my chest in case I gotta cut something. Like, that, that's Batman. Yeah, just the quick cuts and even the poster, when I was looking at the suit alone, it reminded me of, like, a Navy SEAL wetsuit. With, like, enhancements yeah. to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. But the whole point of the wetsuit would be mobility. Well, and and yes. And there's once, so, in the squirrel suit scene, uh, when he lands, he put, like, pulls some cord and the parachute comes out. Um, so it slows him down. And then it, like, pulls the, uh, the squirrel suit off of him uh, so he doesn't get tangled up. And so you see him walking off in just his suit with no cape. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can, t- it's not a, a tight suit. Like everything you, every other movie, it's like this, I mean, it's not spandex, so it's got like the fake muscles, but you know what I mean? Like it's so tight and constricting. Right. Um, and this one's not that way. Um, it like, it's obviously loose to, to allow for some mobility. Hmm. Uh, and I thought that was really cool. Um, did they, I, just before you leave Robert Pat- Patterson, um, how was his Bruce Wayne? How different was his Bruce Wayne to his Batman persona? I would say actually not that different. Interesting. Yeah, so yeah. is it almost, is it almost a, and I do want to hear about Andy Serkis as well. So this is a good lead in. Is it almost like the comic book when Alfred's like, you're becoming merged. You're not two separate personalities. One's taking over. Oh, so well, so ask me that again when we talk about Riddler. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, and I also of, want to know, did they ever say what time period it is? Because he, it sounds like it's modern time. Yeah. But I, I don't yeah. know. That's why I want to ask. I would say present day. 
Okay. Yeah. Because with the pneumatics and the squirrel suit and stuff like that, that sounds modern. Yeah, yeah. I, I would for sure say present day. Uh, okay. and, you know, it, it's always kind of hard to tell in Gotham because it's so, like, 40s inspired. Right. Um, but, yeah, just based on that stuff alone, I would say present day. Um gotcha. And uh, – but, but yes, in terms of his portrayal between Bruce Wayne and Batman, uh, they're not overly different. But what you do see um, – and, again, ask me that question when we get to Riddler um, – is – much more uh focus when he's Batman, right? Mm, so he's okay. got like the same personality and same drive, but when he's Bruce Wayne, he's not like the playboy Bruce Wayne. He's like, you know, it's been, uh, I think they said 15 years since uh the Waynes got killed. Um, But he's still like very emotionally scarred by that experience. Sure. Uh, and so he is like a little emo, uh, a little brooding, um, he doesn't like the cameras, right? Uh, you know, people recognize him obviously because he's Thomas Wayne's kid. Um, but he doesn't like seek the camera or anything like that. Like we've seen in some of the other movies, like there's no, there's no playboy Bruce Wayne here. Yeah. He's still grieving. Yeah. He's still grieving. Uh, but, but that comes through in the Batman persona because he can put that anguish to work. You see mm-hmm. what I mean? So mm-hmm. he's, he, so it drives him as Batman, whereas it kind of holds him back as Bruce Wayne, right? He doesn't know how to be Bruce Wayne, but he knows how to be Batman. How long was the origin parent stuff? Zero. Oh, thank God. That's what I was hoping for. Okay, good. All right. Let me say this. I'll say zero, um, but you do you do hear that they got shot, okay? Sure. Uh, and it, it is a central part of the movie because as the plot develops, it's like a sense of the father kind of thing. But Bruce, young Bruce isn't falling into a hole discovering the Batcave. Correct. And Correct. is and is there any strand of pearls breaking? There's not. Oh, thank God. Yes, there's not. Um, and actually, the the first time they like mention the origin kind of thing um, is when he's investigating one of the murders. Uh, the first murder is the mayor. Uh, and the mayor's got a kid. And so like at the funeral, he's got kind of like a, it's not like a flashback, but like, you know, if you know, you know, you know what I mean? So he like stares at this kid and he's like thinking about his parents. Yeah. It's an empathetic look. Yeah. 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 Um, so that was really well done. Um, all right. Andy Circus says Alfred. Great. Okay. Uh, you know, when they said it, I was like, ah, I don't see it, but okay, like that's cool. Because I'm used to like the old man Alfred, right? Um, right, but the, is this more of like the military yeah, Alfred? Yeah it's, yeah, it's like the Gotham Alfred. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so that was cool. Uh, he was great. Um, he's not in. I mean, he's in a good bit of the movie, but not a, not a lot. Um, and he does get. Uh, well, he doesn't get shot. He gets like exploded, kind of. Oh. He doesn't die, oh, but yeah, okay. there's, there's an explosion at Wayne Manor. Wow. Um, all right, Paul Dano is the Riddler. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Okay, really good. Like this is like this is a surprising casting until I watched yeah. it, and then I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Who else? Did, did they <laughs> did they calm down on his vocal garbled vocals? Yeah, yeah. Remember no, I mentioned the, the first couple trailers how like garbled his voice was. So yes, yes. Um, okay, it is cool. definitely muffled down. Um, but you don't need subtitles. You do not need subtitles. This is oh, not Bane. Good. Yeah. good, good, good. Okay. Um, like the voice seems a little weird sometimes, but like it's a, it's a. I really love that they picked the Riddler because usually the dichotomy from this movie is a Batman Joker dichotomy. Yeah. Um, 
but here it's a uh, Batman Riddler, and it's it's like almost the same kind of thing, where like the the Batman existing kind of creates the Riddler, mm-hmm. um, and the Riddler sees Batman as like his other half. Um, sure. Well, he, I mean, comic book comic book wise, he always wanted to top him. But yeah, but in here, he's not trying to top him. He wants to be a team. Interesting. Yeah. So there's there's an interesting like plot twist. Yeah. Um, where you get to a point in the movie where it makes you think that the Riddler knows who Batman is. Hmm. Okay. Um, and like you see these things throughout the movie, but then you get to the scene where like Batman sees something and like he's like, oh shit, he knows I'm Bruce Wayne. And like he has flashbacks of like all these clues that Riddler's left and how they, in his mind, directly state that he knows he's, he's Bruce Wayne. Um, it turns out that he doesn't know he's Bruce Wayne. Okay. Hmm. Um, he knows who Batman really is, that he's not some other person, that he's only Batman and the other person's a character that Batman plays. Uh, wow. Just like when he realized that he wasn't, uh, Ed Nashton is the name that he wasn't Ed Nashton. He's the Riddler and Ed Nashton was just like a means of getting to a place where he realized that. Uh, wild. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a psychological thriller for sure. There's a lot of psychology in this. Um, and that's why I love, like, this, this, to me, like, regardless of Robert Pattinson as an actor, like, or, or where he places on my Batman list, to me, this is like one of the truest versions of Batman that I've seen in film. Neat. Yeah. Um, Just comparing it to the comic book. That's what yes, you mean, truest you, talk, version. Yes, talking about most faithful, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's zero campiness. Uh, there's, there's, I mean, there's a couple jokes. Uh, but, you know, there's no joking around. Uh, you know, it's, it's Batman being a detective. Well, that's your favorite part about Batman. That's my favorite. detective and stuff. That's why I can't wait. You know, we didn't talk about this in the show. Chip Zdarsky's going to be writing Batman. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So I've been asking for this for how long now? Oh, I know. 125 issues. That's how long. All right. Anyways. So, um, you know, the way, the way that Chip did bat, did Daredevil, I feel is the way that he's going to do Batman. Um, uh, and I feel like, I feel like this is, if, if Chip Zdarsky were to write a Batman movie, I feel like this is the Batman movie he would write. Oh, okay. dang. That, that's the way I put it. Um, it's just, it's so grounded and like back to basics and like really understands the character. Okay. Dang. Um, and you know, there's a lot of like the romance thing and, and it, I mean, at some point it develops a little quickly, but, um, there's a lot of relationship between the bat and the cat. Okay. Um, as I would want. Yes, but it works really well here, right? Um, it's not overly done. It's not forced. Um, it just kind of works out as the story progresses. Uh, and it was, it was fantastic. Really, really good. Um, and one of these things were like, you know, the relationship prior to some of the more recent stuff was always one of these things where like they love each other. They want to be together, but they know that because of who they really are, they can't. Right. And so like they might team up and maybe like, you know, make out a little bit, maybe a little do a, you know, um, there's no sex in this movie, by the way. Um, but they know ultimately like they go their separate ways. Okay. Uh, and I, and I really like that because to me, that's true of the characters. Um, uh, mm-hmm. they're, 
they're willing to put aside their own personal uh, wants and needs for like a greater good. Um, and, and you do see that you see the progression of, of Batman in that as the movie progresses. Um, cause you know, at the beginning, he's just like basically picking fights really, um, to where in the end, he basically like saves Gotham. Okay. Uh, is like literally saving people. Okay. Um, from, uh, from this flood, the whole city gets flooded. Um, and so I thought that was really great. Like, oh, that's neat. To me, it's the most faithful Batman, right? He's like a real detective following clues, uh, beating up guys every so often, but like the 10 judges stuff doesn't matter, right? Like there's a point where he goes to the club, um, to get Falcone, uh, and he, you know, he's just like pushing everybody around. Like even the thugs will try to beat him up. He just like pushes them out of the way, right? Cause it's not about like getting rid of these dudes. It's about let's go get Falcone, uh, and bring him to justice. Um, so, so I thought that was really fantastic. Um, Batmobile, awesome. Again, oh yeah, very grounded. Uh, it looks like an old Camaro. Ooh. Uh, and the way they introduce it is so awesome. By the way, he drives like a fucking uh, a Stingray Corvette to the mayor's funeral. I want that car. <laughs> it's like a black Stingray with like a uh, silver trim around the windows. Like it's beautiful. Um, and you do see like. Because, you know, to me, like, he's always built his own stuff, right? Like, they brought in other people to help him, like Lucius and all that stuff, to help him, like, build gadgets and things. Yeah. Um, but this is, like, a fresh Batman, right? And and for most of his history, like, he was building his own shit. Um, and so, like, even the Batcave, you see him, like, piecing the engine for this Batmobile. Like, the Batmobile's up on, like, stilts or whatever. He's working on it. Um, and, like, when you when you get the Batmobile reveal, it's so awesome, um, like he's following Catwoman and they go to like the docks, uh, to like, cause she's trying to find her friend that has disappeared. Um, and, uh, they, they go to the docks and like Penguin's people are there. Uh, and like, you know, there's like a firefight or whatever. He ends up like getting out and getting into the Batmobile. He's got like hiding in this little alleyway or whatever. And, uh, they're all ready to like shoot Catwoman or whatever and like looking for Batman. And you, you hear like in the background, like boom, boom, boom. Um, and like it pans over to the car and it's like in the shadow. So you can't see it right. Cause it's black. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you see the engine like start turning orange from the heat. Cause it's like a supercharged Camaro, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and like you see it like start turning orange and like smoke blowing out the side. Like it's got no hood basically. Um, like smoke coming out of it. Uh, then he like turns the lights on and he boom, 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 and like it's louder and louder. And then he like starts peeling out. Um, and that leads into the chase scene with the penguin from one of the trailers. Oh, okay. Um, which that was awesome. Cause he's like, ha, I got him. And then like freaking Batmobile comes out from the fire. Uh, and he basically just like smashes into the penguin's car and penguin flips over. Um, <laughs> yeah, like everything about this was just so well done. Like the, the, the writing's great, a fantastic pacing, like the number of characters that are like intertwined and it makes sense and they all get like equal billing in the movie. Uh, I thought just like amazingly well done. Um, and like you need all these characters to tell the story. Um, so I'll, I'll give you the basic plot. There's some kind of conspiracy and the Riddler knows about it and he is like killing off people that were part of this conspiracy. Mm. Okay. Uh, and the conspiracy was that, uh, at some point in the past, 
Uh, I think it was, yeah, it was, uh, right before the Waynes got killed. Uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Maroney. Maroney and Falcone were always at it, right? Like dueling crime mm-hmm. families. Yeah. Um, and, uh, there was like this giant drug bust and Maroney's empire, like, got taken down. Maroney's in jail or whatever. Like, we never see him. Um, and like, th- it makes careers, right? So like, that's how the commissioner becomes commissioner. That's how the mayor becomes mayor. Like, all these people. Uh, well, it turns out there's a conspiracy and there was some, some mole that gave information on Maroney that was able to take down Maroney, but, uh, they never took down like the organization basically. So now Falcone's running Maroney's organization and like the DA and the mayor and all the cops are in Falcone's pocket. Okay. And, uh, like, fuck, he's got a really great line, Tortura, about, uh, like how he's the mayor of the town basically and everybody <laughs> works for him. Um, anyway, so Riddler knows all this and it turns out that the way that these careers are made and this like new drug empire was built was through this, uh, fund that Thomas Wayne had set up when he was running for mayor. Um, it was going to be like a Gotham renewal fund because, you know, Gotham's a piece of crap. And so he was donating a billion dollars to like rebuild schools and whatever. Um, and they had Wayne killed. Uh, and they used the, the renewal fund as like a slush fund for criminal activities, right? Oh, wow. Uh, and Riddler knows all this stuff. So he's taking out all the people involved. And that's why he w- ends up after he takes out some of these people, why he wants to take down Bruce Wayne. Um, Batman doesn't notice at the time until later. Uh, but he's using Batman as like his helper, right? Cause he's just the brains and Batman's the brawn. So he has Batman go out and find these guys, uh, so he can kill them with like his super smartness. Hmm. Um, and you get like this incredible scene at Arkham Asylum. Um, after Batman's like, Oh shit, he knows I'm Bruce Wayne. He goes and confronts the Riddler. And that's when he learns all this. And when he learns that Riddler doesn't know who he is, um, and, uh, Riddler gets kind of sad because Batman's like, you're a piece of shit. Like, you, no one's going to ever remember you, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm nothing like you. We're never going to be partners. Um, and just like the way that, uh, Dano like changes, uh, is like, it's so, like, you got to see it, man. Like, I know that yeah. you don't care about the spoilers. I hope when this comes no. out streaming that you will watch this. Um, cause it's like one of the best performances I've seen for like just a killer psycho guy. You know what I mean? Um, there's, there's like a little bit of seven in here too. You know what I mean? Nice. Um, except I think that Dano's character is much creepier than, uh, I can't remember his name in seven. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Uh, cause like Kevin Spacey was controlled, right? Like he was a serial killer doing crazy shit, but he was controlled. Mm-hmm. Um, like the Riddler is just fucking crazy, right? Like he's completely delusional. Hmm. Um, but like you learn why. So, um, he feels he's got a connection with Batman and the, I don't know, this whole crazy thing. Really well done though. But it turns out that like he still got one last thing, right? He's been doing this whole thing, but it's part of a larger plan. Um, and the larger plan is he's gonna blow up like the, they're not called dams. What it like Holland, you know how Holland has the barriers to keep the, the sea out of the city? Yes. 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 Okay. So Gotham's the same way. Okay. And so he set up bombs all along the perimeter of the city and they're going to explode all at the same time and like flood Gotham. And like that's tributaries. Like, um, no, there's some other name. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, so he's going to flood Gotham to like cause the real renewal, 
right? It's not going to be like this fake thing where like we're going to give money, but the money's taken away and used by criminals. Um, he's basically going to like destroy Gotham so they can rebuild it. Okay. Um, so there's some hints of like, uh, what was it? Cataclysm. You've heard that, right? Oh yeah. 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 Or, or like Love no that. man's land, like that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, and that's when Batman goes from like, you know, the street level fighting guys in the shadows to like the savior of Gotham. Right. Cause he's right. like helping the relief efforts. Um, well, representing so, the city instead of the individual. Yeah. 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 Um, and there's this cool thing too, that plays into like current politics. Um, cause like the whole time Riddler's like live streaming, like speeches basically. Uh, so he's got like a little crew, you know what I mean? Like a little cult basically of people that like agree with his idea of like, you know, tear it down to make Gotham great again. Um, you know, I'm not making uh, judgments on anybody's politics. Um, I'm just saying how the movie is. And so there's like people in his chat room and they're like, yeah, you're so right. Like, you know, we need to do this. Um, so like some of these people, like end up going to like the army surplus store and get like the same mask that Riddler's got and they dress up like him and they'll get these rifles. And, uh, so everyone gets like sent to Gotham square garden. Uh, cause it's like a safe place. It's like a, you know, hurricane, uh, shelter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, except like, you know, the fucking things built underground. So when the whole city's flooding, like it just pours water in there. Uh, and uh, the mayor's supposed to give the new mayor because there's a mayoral race. Um, the mayor got killed, so obviously, like the second person is going to be the mayor because nobody else is running. Um, anyway, she, she's going to do her acceptance speech there, and so she's there. And so part of the plan is to also kill her because politicians are all bad, right? Regardless of what they say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these people are like up in you know the top of the garden or whatever, and they'll have sniper rifles, and like they're going to shoot her and just like start picking people off, basically. Mm. Um, and so then you, you get like this whole scene with like Batman and Catwoman fighting these like Riddler dudes. Um, really, really good. Fantastic. Um, and then, you know, Riddler's watching all this on the news at Arkham Asylum and like gets pissed off when Batman falls his plan and becomes the hero of Gotham. Uh, when he <laughs> thought that like he was going to be the hero of Gotham. Um, and then you see, uh, there's another cellmate there that you never see his face. Mm. Um, played by, um, I can't remember his name. Did you watch Eternals? No. All right. So the kid that plays, uh, Druig in Eternals is the, the other inmate. Um, and like, hmm. it's hard, it's hard to tell who it is. Um, cause like, he's got a deformed face. Um, Interesting. and like, I automatically assume it's the Joker because like of the speech he gives. And there's like, you know, the clown word thrown in there at one point in the speech. Um, but I'm not like entirely convinced it's the Joker. Uh, I mean, it, it could be anybody. It could be like Scarecrow, really. Um, but so that happens. I didn't expect that either. Um, just to let you know, that character mm-hmm. is named Unseen Arkham Prisoner. Beautiful. So they did. They didn't even put a name to him. So that's good. Beautiful. Um, yeah, like I said, you, you basically see like from his nose down, kind of, and it's behind bars. Um, so you never like see him head on to know exactly if it's like a Joker smile. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it, it could be from what you see, but again, it could be anybody really. <laughs> sure. It could just be a dude, right? Yeah. Uh, but just because it could like, be Zaz, you don't know. It could be Saz. 
Uh, but just because, like, as part of his speech, he, he like, throws his riddle out, and it, the riddle ends in clown, I just automatically assume Joker. Uh, cool. Which would make sense, but, like, you know, whatever. Uh, it's a Riddler movie, and it's really fucking good. So, you know, if you've seen it once, uh, go see it again. Uh, if you haven't seen it, <laughs> and you're listening to this spoilerific thing, uh, you should definitely go see it. Uh, cause I thought it's, it's one of my favorite Batman movies right now. But again, I just saw it. You know what I mean? So that could change in a week or a month when I've had time to fully digest. For sure. Yeah. But fantastic. It's so good. Like it's everything I love about like what makes Batman Batman is in this movie. Is it dark and shadowy and noir? Oh, dude, it's so noir. Like even at the beginning, you, you have like this pan shot of Gotham and, uh, and Bruce Wayne's talking. Uh, and it reminded me of like Sin City. You know how in Sin City, like mm. he's narrating as the movie goes along. Yep. Um, there's a lot of that in like the first, I don't know, maybe quarter of the movie. That's cool. Yeah. Sort of like he's keeping his diary. That type yeah, of thing. like he's keeping his diary exactly. And yeah. You, and, you, and you do see the diary, by the way. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you see it in the Batcave. Other than Riddler and Batman. Who do you wish they would they would have added on 10, 15 minutes more of that character so you could get more of that character? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Probably Falcone. Ah, that's a good one. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. cool. He would you pick really Falcone good. over Riddler to get more? No. Okay, so that's the hierarchy. Yeah, no, Riddler, he was freaking awesome. Okay, that's cool. And it's, dude, especially at like when he's in Arkham, and so he's not wearing his suit. Or his mask, mm. so it's just Paul Dano and glasses. Yeah. And, and he looks like the nerdiest motherfucker you've ever seen in your life. And he should be. He should, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. It was, oh, it's so perfect. Because you see, like, how his mind works, you know what I mean? Like, this doofy-looking mm-hmm. dude that nobody pays attention to is, like, uber genius. How long was he in Arkham? Um, Like a quarter of the movie? No, no. Less than that. Okay. Uh, I, you know, talking about the way the pacing is and whether I felt three hours was too long, uh, I couldn't even tell you. Like, I don't even know how long that last sequence was, right? Because he goes to Arkham and then the uh, levees, that's what they're called. The levees get blown up. Um, so, you know, maybe uh, 20 minutes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the movie gotcha. ends with him in Arkham, so. Gotcha. Yeah. Really good. And what about the uh, post credit stinger? <laughs> the non-existent i thought there was nope at least a sound effect at the end so um so there is something i wouldn't call it a stinger i wouldn't call it anything um after the credits are done rolling the screen mm-hmm. turns green and there's a question mark uh and it says goodbye right below it um uh, and then it flashes a website really quickly oh jeez did you go to the website i did and um i haven't played with it yet i I did it like at the theater just like real quick um but uh it's not a secret website either because it's referenced in the it's part of the plot of the movie um it's uh rada elada.com um (laughs) which means uh rat with wings in spanish um and it's uh it's like that uh that scene in the matrix when uh when trinity's trying to contact neo and she's like it's like the the black screen with the green letters like old school das prompt yeah. Um, and so there's a scene where like Batman and Riddler commute because he finds the website, uh, and they start communicating. So it's like a, a chat room kind of thing. Um, hmm. uh, and so if you go to the website, 
you like you go through three riddles, so you have to answer the riddles. Um, and if you answer them correctly, it, something will happen. I, don't, I haven't done it yet, uh, but that's what it is. If that's where you get an extra post-credit scene, that's oh, insanity. That would be genius. That would be insanity. That would be really good. I would love that. <laughs> Did you get enough of the Bat Batman Catwoman relationship? It was just enough. Yes. Okay. That's uh, cool. And at the end of the movie, they like ride their motorcycles together out of Gotham, and obviously he he turns right to go back to Gotham, and she goes left to go to Bloodhaven. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, also, like, there's a lot of, like, old school Catwoman stuff here. So, um, uh, you know what? Was it her? No, it was, uh, what's her name? That was Falcone's daughter. Um, but in this movie, she is Falcone's daughter. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah you don't learn that, uh, probably to, like, the last third. Gotcha. Yeah. Excellent. Well, 9.6. Very impressive. No, no, no. 9.69. 9. 9.69. 9. Gotcha. Here, let's do this, uh, let's do this, this riddle together. Look at the bad dragged in. Do you want to play a little game? Yes. <laughs> it's more than just a game. Fear he who hides behind one. <gasps> what does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? All right, here we go. I'm not just going to give you the answer. Give it another try. Oh, oh, that's the riddler. Oh, okay, that's the riddle. It's yeah. more than just a game. Fear he who hides behind one. Who hides behind the game? Um, I mean, I would say the game master. I don't know. How will Gotham be saved by answers like that? What? Oh, all right. I'll, 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 we'll play with this later. I had to figure out these riddles. It would be awesome (laughs) though. Or if I win like a limited edition Batman statue. Hello. Oh, jeez. That would be awesome. Uh, so yeah, the Batman. Will I go see it a third time? Yes. Ooh, and when's I that? I don't know yet. Dang it. I don't know yet. Uh, Riddler, leave me alone. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk later. Uh, it, it probably won't be this weekend because uh, Zoe will be here. So Saturday she's got soccer. Uh, and she doesn't want to go see it. I, I, I tried. <laughs> she likes more fun stuff like Suicide Squad. You know what I mean? It's 969. Come on. Yeah, 969. Don't uh, you like sparkly vampires? Come on. And you know, I think my wife would actually like this movie, but there's no way I can convince her to see it. <laughs> It'd be a perfect date night, honey. Come on. Yeah. Well, for one, I think three hours is too long for her. Uh, I'm actually surprised that they left it this long for a theatrical release. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, so I need to see if there's like a reasoning behind that. But like, let me tell you, dude, having seen this, there is nothing I would cut out of this movie. Wow. Is every bit needed for the entire story or it's just you can't picture it without such and such scene? So for the most part, I can't picture it without. But, you know, having seen it a couple times, I don't know, like, that there's anything unnecessary. Like, honestly, gotcha. um, I think if they had cut stuff, it wouldn't have been as good a movie. Because I got news for you. Uh, Batman versus Superman. Oh, God. Clark. Yeah. Clark getting into the bathtub with Lois, a scene you don't need, but a scene that if that was taken out would make that a lesser film by far, by far. Isn't it funny that they left that in there and they took out like the six minutes you needed to make the movie great? Um, I don't understand why they didn't just keep the six minutes in. 
It's six fucking minutes, bro. There's there's way there's other scenes in that film that you could that you could edit and sh- and tighten up. Yeah. But you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like oh, that yeah. that bathroom scene certainly not needed, but it would be a hell of a lesser film if it wasn't in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's good to know about Batman. The yep. Batman. Sorry. The, the Batman. Batman. Where does Paul Dano's Riddler rank among the uh, villains on screen? Well, I mean, among Batman. among Riddlers, number one. No, no, no. Among his uh, cast of villains. Um, you're talking about for every movie? Yeah. Um. Man, that's that's really tough. Uh, well, then just get. How about if you just start with the top? Your top. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you. It's okay. what's tough. What's tough? I don't is, need you to rank all of them. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I'm just, for right now. I'm, I'm gonna go number two. Behind who? Uh, Joker. Which Joker? What's his name? The guy that died. Jack Nicholson. No, Jack Nicholson's uh, not dead. The guy ten seconds to Mars. You know the night. What's his name? Yeah, the guy ten seconds to Mars. Jared no, Leto. No, Jared Leto no, is your favorite, and no, then Riddler. Nope. No. What's and, his name? And then Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mister Freeze. Ugh, the worst. Oh, oh my god, I was so hoping there would be like a Mister Freeze cameo in here. Uh, by Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. Oh, okay. By a, by a good Mister Freeze. Uh, uh, because the the penguin runs this club, but there's like a club within the club. You know what I mean? Like where all the mobsters hang out. Right. And it's, and it's called 44 Below. Mm, missed nice. opportunity. It is a big missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Uh, what's his name? I told you, Jared Leto. No. What? The, the Joker guy. Not Jared Leto. <laughs> what are you saying? He was a Joker. What's his name? From the trilogy, bro. <laughs> God damn it. I'm trying to find it now. Yeah, I know. Where can I find it? Damn it. Why isn't that in here? <laughs> is this like an alternate universe? What's happening? Why is it not? Heath Ledger. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? An alternate? <laughs> <laughs> I scrolled okay. through this list of actors that have played the Joker. I don't even yes. see his name. And then I get to the end of the article and it's in one of the tags. <laughs> is, is he, All right, oh, now okay, let, is. let's continue. I want I want to hear this list. Build out that list a little bit, just off the top of your head. Hmm. Uh, just just live action movies. Yeah, I was going to caveat you on that one, but I, I'll I'll allow it. Just live action. Yeah, yeah. All right. Because I wanted you to ra- I wanted you to rank Mark Hamill and Phantasm too, but let's just go live action. Well, I mean, if we included that, I mean, Mark Hamill's Joker might be number one. Oh, it's number one. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, so if we're, if we're doing just live action, so... Just live action. Heath Ledger Joker, number one. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, number two, Paul Dano, Riddler. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Jack Nicholson Joker. Uh, Do we num- have to include Batman versus Superman since it is half of a Batman film? Do you have to include... No. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's avoid them. Okay. Fine, mm-hmm. fine. No. Okay. Okay. Um. So Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson's three. Mm-hmm. Uh, number. F- See now, like the rest aren't that good. Wow! Shots fired. Like the top three's easy. 
Like seriously. Yeah. So Jim Carrey, well, where, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, where, yeah. Oh, you know what? Well, number four, um, Colin Farrell, Penguin. Yeah. What about Danny DeVito? We'll, what we'll about get, we'll Scarecrow? Him next. Uh, nope. Danny DeVito, Penguin is next. Okay. Um, Cat, uh, both Catwomans. Well, I, I guess you could only include Michelle Pfeiffer and Poison Ivy. Don't forget Poison Ivy I and Two Face. Do you, Multiple Two Faces. You haven't said one yet. Do you consider Catwoman a villain? Well, was she helping Batman? Was Michelle Pfeiffer helping Batman? I mean, I know what you're saying. I'm not including Zoe Kravitz. I'm just just throwing it out. Yeah, I don't know that I would put Catwoman on that list. Okay, like, even it's your Michelle list. Pfeiffer. It's your list. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'd include her on that list. Um, what about Raish? Yeah, see, this is when we start getting into problems. What about Bane? Uh, Bane is probably like second to last. Um, okay, who's a, who's last? No, 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 he's last. Bane's last. Yeah, Bane's last. Um, what, what are we at to number six? Yeah. Um, number six is going to be Talia. Mm. Okay. Um, we'll put Ray at eight. Okay. Uh, 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 um, I mean, God, Scarecrow. What's, what's the actor's name? Oh, wait. No, Two Face. Two Face first. Murray. Two Face first. Murphy. Okay. Yeah, Two Face first. I mean, Lee Jones. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Scarecrow. Okay. And then I, I'm actually going to put Jim Carrey next. Riddler. Oh, holy man. Controversy right here. Probably. Right, right around pick 10. Yeah. Well, you know, um, if you want to do like a campy take, that was a pretty good campy take of Riddler. Sure. Sure. Come on. Um, who am I missing? So I'll, I'll give you the bottom. Bane Arnold, is at the bottom. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Bane's at yeah, the bottom. Arnold Bane's is towards the bottom. Yeah, Arnold is next up from Bane. Okay. Um, who am I missing? Oh, the other Two Face. Oh yeah, from the first Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's he's above Arnold because like he's not like really a villain, I guess, in that movie though. No. Well, he did kill somebody though. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, well, shit. I forgot Falcone. Falcone's got to be top five. Ooh, where are you going to put him? Are you bumping Jack at three? Oh, shit. You know what? I'll put him under Danny. Under the... Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And Colin Farrell's below Danny. Oh, shit. Right? No, he's above Danny. No, yeah, you're right. He was below Danny. Shit. Because right now, it's Heath, Paul Dano. Yep. Falcone. Jack Nicholson. Oh, sorry. Jack Nicholson, Falcone. And then Danny. Danny DeVito. I'm good with Colin that. Colin Farrell. I'm good with that. Okay. That's top, that's a stellar list. Yeah. Now, let me throw in Batman versus Superman. Where does Bane and Lex Luthor fall? Oh, Since it is a half of the Batman film. So. Uh, above Arnold. For both. Yeah. In what order? Um, fuck. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> if I'm going your list, if I'm going off your list. Uh huh. I'm putting Lex Luthor above Jim Carrey because you listed Jim Carrey pretty high. And I think Lex Luthor's a pretty good Luthor. You thought he was pretty high? He's like number 10, dude. No, I liked him. I like that. I like that version of Lex Luthor. Okay. All right. Because he, he's a little cuckoo. Um, yes. But Bane, that was just a dumb monster. So I would put that 
above Arnold barely. Yeah. And you, could almost, and you could almost talk me into putting that at the bottom. Even though it was a great monster of the week, but was there a character there? That could have just been a square box that was hitting people yeah. around. Yeah, it was not Bane. No, not at all. But I think that's a solid list. I'm pretty confident in it. Yeah. Now rank now rank the Batmans. Oh, see, that's harder. I know, of course. <clears throat> uh, Robert Pattinson, number one. Oh, and by the way, Adam West will be part of this. Oh, Jesus. All right, fine. Adam West, number one. He had a movie, Batman the Movie. Oh, wait. Oh, oh we're doing – yeah, that's right. That's right. We're doing only live action. I forgot. Yes. Okay. Because yes. if, if we went animated, you know what the right answer is. Of course. Yeah. Okay, good. So I'll, I'll put Adam West as number one with with the caveat. Ooh. <laughs> I, I will. Holy mackerel. I will. Oh, my God. Uh, new title for this episode. <laughs> uh, after three and a half hours, Martin gets delirious. Um, <laughs> uh, all right. Maybe we should have had criteria then because Adam West is not the Batman I love. There is no criteria. Okay. So get that out of your head. This is your list. So you put it however you want. All right. So I'm still going to put Adam West as number one. Jesus um, if we had different criteria, like most faithful to least faithful, Adam no, West would not be nope. number one. No, nope. Right. That's not part of it. We're just talking about most enjoyable Batman. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, and you can't deny that Adam West is not enjoyable as Batman. He's a terrible actor. Uh, that show is terrible. Okay. Uh, in a good way. It's like how I love watching shitty, like, D-list movies. That's Adam West. Okay. Mm. Uh, mm. it's like how everyone loves Shatner. Same thing. All right. Uh, so we're going to put him as number one. This is uh, your list. Number two, Robert Pattinson. Whoa. What? Who said that? Me. Whoa. What? What happened? I just, <laughs> um, I'm, I can tell you right now, Robert Patterson would be above Adam West and I haven't even seen the movie. Yet. <laughs> Jesus Christ, too funny. Go on. Um, all right, all right, all right. I, everyone already hates his list, by the way, because uh, what's his name's not number one? Uh, Michael Keaton. Ben Affleck. Uh, number three. Oh, man. Yeah, this is the part. Right, you number... just earlier in this episode, uh-huh. must I remind you, Yeah. The Dark Knight yep. was rated a 10 out of 10. Yep, not the best Batman, though. One of the one of the best Batman movies. Wow. Not the best Batman character interpretation. Wow. Um, but I mean, neither is Adam West. So you know, what the hell do I know? Uh, so I'm gonna. I'll go, listen. Unpopular opinion. It's your list. Michael Keaton's next on the list. Number three. Wow. So much shade towards Keaton, and yet he pulls three out. Well, I'm gonna tell you. I love his Batman. I hate his Bruce Wayne. Interesting. Okay. Um, so you said Batman, you said you didn't say list your Bruce Wayne list. Oh, we can get to that list after this. All right. So Keaton, Batman next. Uh, let's go Bale next. Wow. Um, wow. I see where this is going and I don't like it at all. I don't, I am not (laughs) giving my stamp of approval on this list. (laughs) Terrible, terrible. Oh wait, 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 wait! Who did I say? Bale. I said Bale. No, um, 
Affleck next, then Bale. So Bale's last. No, there's still two more. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Go ahead. Proceed. Um, so the question is, who gets the bottom slot? Is it George Clooney or Val Kilmer? Oof. Wow. Like, which one was worse? Um, God, fuck this. Uh, <laughs> all right. Val Kilmer's next and then Clooney. That's the right choice. Yeah. Just because Kilmer's a better Batman than Clooney. Clooney is a better Wayne than Kilmer. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. How's that? Is okay. that a good list? No, it's What's still terrible, list? but What's okay. Your list? Uh, well, it's hard because I haven't seen, I haven't seen Pattinson. Oh, yet, true. So. All right. So without Pattinson, what's your yes. list? It's, yeah, it's completely different from yours. Interesting. Affleck, Keaton, Bale, Kilmer, Clooney, Adam West. <laughs> My guess is Pat, Pat Patterson's going to be one or two. That would be yeah. my guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that list is not different. You just flopped Adam West. No, my Affleck is way higher. Oh, uh, your Affleck is way higher. Yeah, yeah. Now, what about best Bruce Wayne? You might, you might actually be right. Actually, no, I'm right. On no, I am. Yeah, you're sleepy. I'm you right. Might be, oh, I am sleepy. Yeah. In my, I can't, I can't see out of both eyes now. I'll the give. I'll water. start. Let let me do. All right, Bruce Wayne. Okay, Bruce Wayne. Yes. These might. These will definitely change. Mm. Holy shit! Can I just? Can I give Patter? Can I give Patterson the second slot without even seeing him? Because Look. at this point, it's like Listen. a quick drop off of a ledge. Listen, it's uh, your list. Affleck. Yep. Kilmer. Interesting. He's the playboy. He's the perfect playboy. He's so damn good looking. I was going to say that about uh, Clooney, but continue. Yeah, but Clooney didn't have a lot of scenes to true. play him. True, very true. Um, do I want to put Bale there? Yeah, you do. Do I, ha- do I have to put Bale there? He ran away with the Russian ballerinas. Uh, he just never, I don't know, flat, flat for me. Um, I'll go Adam West. Shut up. Sure. Yeah, I'll put Adam West there just to piss people off. I would put Adam then, West at the bottom. It's, hey, when we get to your list, you can. Um, then Clooney, then Michael Keaton, even though Michael Keaton had a lot of Bruce Wayne scenes. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I'll put him above Clooney because Clooney had hardly any Bruce Wayne scenes. And Michael Keaton was in, what, three films, two films? So that sort of helps. Two, screen yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, that helps screen time, boys. And then Adam West at the bottom. Mm. So number one, uh, Affleck. Mm-hmm. Number two, Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number three. <sighs> it's a tough one. Christian Bale. It, it's a steep hill, isn't it? It sure <laughs> is. When you just start, like, how many scenes did they have? How many? How much screen time was he, yep. Bruce Wayne? Oh, yep. boy. Uh, so Christian Bale, mm-hmm. Clooney, Kilmer, Ooh, Adam West. Okay, all right. Yeah, we're similar. It's not too far off. No, no. Oh wait, I forgot Keaton. Oh yeah, where's he? Oh boy, you said he's towards the bottom. I'll put him but above he, Adam West. But he did have a lot of screen time. Yeah, he's just not my Bruce Wayne. My problem with Adam West is he's the same damn character both t- both characters. He's the yeah. same person. Sure. 
So that's why is Bruce Wayne. Yes, there was a lot of time as Bruce Wayne, but eh, it's the same person. <laughs> like, there's nothing distinguishing him. I mean, he's like Shatner. He just plays Adam West. And just like Shatner, I'm not going to go back and watch the original Star Trek. Yeah. Mainly because of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Interesting. That's a good one. Good list. Good list. Very good list. Riddler list. Ah. Paul Dano. Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> that's an easier list. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Falco. So did, Torturo. See, that was easy. Yeah. Did uh, Catwoman fill the Robin spot? No, there's no Robin spot. No, Catwoman I mean, did fills- they? Did, no. did they partner up, or was she always doing her own agenda? They, and they do managed? partner up. Yeah, okay. no, they they do partner up, but it's not it's not the Batman Robin relationship. It's, no, I just yeah. meant the team up. Mm-hmm. Or was he always like chasing her down, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, there's some Falcon stuff going down. Let's team up. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, no, they, they team up, and there's a lot of Gordon, by the way. Oh, I like me some Gordon. So so maybe Gordon is the Robin. Nice. Yeah, there's a I'd lot take that. of Gordon. I'd take that. Um, yeah. Fantastic. So the sequel will be in Bloodhaven with Nightwing? Is that what you're telling me? No, can't be. There's no Robin. Come on. There's no Robin. They could skip ahead. I mean, sure. Ten, ten years later. Fine. That sounds boring. Skip and ahead. Will it, will it be the Nightwing with the ponytail and gold? No, man. I like the black and blue. Okay. Yeah, I like that. That's my Nightwing, the gotcha. black and blue. Um, what would they do for the sequel? I mean, I don't know. You know who we forgot in the hmm. villain list? Poison uh, Ivy. Uma, yes, Uma yep. Thurman. I was just thinking about that. Um, probably mm, above the Riddler, Jim Carrey. Above Paul Dano. Damn. No, definitely not. No, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, she would be above. Yeah, above Carrey. So like I thought you know, I like her camp, I like her campiness a lot more than Jim Carrey's campiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she'd be number nine or ten. Yeah, good call. Mm-hmm. Very good. You got anything uh, else? No, this this feels like an extra long episode. Holy mackerel. How long is this? What is this? Geek Brunch Podcast? <laughs> I don't think anyone's gonna listen all the way to the end. I got news for you. I'm good with that. I don't care. Maybe Julian. Maybe. Uh, Julian might. Maybe. Julian might. Shout, shout out to the Rainbow Unicorn. That's right. I know Nelson already gave up. Yeah, he got sure. about 35 minutes in, and he was like, I'm done. Long ago. He said, yeah. where's the comic book talk? <laughs> if only he had stayed for a few more minutes. He's like, "We're." He's like, You're, you guys got done with that Netflix stuff so quickly, I'm out. That's right. <laughs> I'm only so here for, for the, the Netflix. Thanks for the expanse info. Now I'm gone. <laughs> That's what we should do. We should name it. I'm just here for the Netflix. So, because <laughs> everyone always like looks for the line when we say that's the show title. That's how we'll know if they listened all the way. <gasps> uh huh. They're they're expecting friend friends of Charo, and they get the other one. <laughs> You thought, and then we swerved. That's right. We're like a great psychological thriller podcast. Don't you have a big meeting tomorrow? What's tomorrow, Friday? Yeah, don't you have like a 3 o'clock meeting that you can't miss? No, I had a 2 o'clock meeting today that I missed. 
No, I mean tomorrow. Do I? Like, yeah, 3 o'clock, and it goes for 2 hours and 52 minutes. I don't know that I have one tomorrow. i got to check my calendar. No, I think you do. Do I? I think the run... I think the running time is two hours and 52 minutes. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going anymore. I got to pick Zoe up into your Excel or into uh outlook calendar. <laughs> One o'clock for two hours and 52 minutes. Click That's right. Done. I got to leave at two thirty for the next week. There you go. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Was it, wait, you went today at three. Yep. Was it less crowded? Nope. Than last out. night? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yep. Not that I can blame a movie theater. It's like, hey, you know, the mask mandate's gone, so I yep. can't blame them for guess what? Hey, shockingly, they want to make money. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Or guess what? If you want to keep a spot in between you, buy three seats. Yep. Well, you know, I have to go see it again because uh, every ticket that I buy, they give me like a five dollar coupon for my next purchase. <laughs> oh my God, that's so stupid. <laughs> I I remember one movie we went to. Um, the promo actually two back to back. One promo was, uh, uh, please when you get to the theater, please request your mini movie uh poster. Oh god. And it yeah. was of like a stupid action film. Of course I didn't request that dumb poster. The other one, as soon as you bought the ticket and it got redeemed, I got like a bounce back from Fandango that said, Ooh, you got the whatever the hell it is. The main title song to Suicide Squad or whoever yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember that. And I was like, How do I get this? How do I purchase? Wait, I have to give this brand new company all my credentials to get this file? Yep. Oh, hell no. Get yep. out of here. Yeah. Crazy. So how many times are you going to see this in the theater? Um, I don't know, man. That's tough. One more time? At least one more time. Okay. I think huh. three times is good, right? I would say. Yeah. I think after that it might be overdoing it. I just will... Will it calm down in your head on the third viewing that you're not getting nauseous? You're not like edge of the seat. You're actually paying attention to like just not the main action. Like you're actually looking at the entire screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And will it still be captivating? That's what I'm curious about. I mean, I did go see Justice League like five times. You did? Yeah. And by the third viewing, you, I'm sure you figured out. If I wanted to go and get popcorn, this would be a perfect opportunity. Oh, yeah, for sure. I have to go to the bathroom right now. This is a perfect opportunity. But see, by that point, like, every movie is perfect. Because, like, you already know everything that happens. So you just enjoy it. True. Very true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Agreed. Uh, So at least one more. We'll see. Maybe more than that. I wonder if you're going to get a little bit more enhanced every viewing. Oh, interesting. Because you know the great thing about the last Matrix film? Not much, after, but yes. After watching the whole thing, I would love to see it on the big screen. Just give me the first 25 minutes. Because <laughs> the first 25 minutes was a perfect film. Yeah. And I don't know what happened after that. I don't either. I watched it, but I don't know what happened. Yeah. But the first 25 minutes? Freaking amazing. Yep. That was some good cinema. Yep. So I'm hoping the Batman will not be like that. So far, 
It is not. Yeah, that's good. <sighs> when am I going to go see it again? Maybe I can go Sunday night after I drop Zoe off. Ooh, I like that. Is there something going on next week? Can I take off of work? You could. Why? Why not? Hmm. Let me look at my schedule here. Start doing that Outlook calendar. Get going. Uh-uh. I ain't checking that right now. Oh, come on. You have a work phone. They expect you on 24-7. Mm-mm. Nope. I checked, it at, uh, I checked it at 6.30, I think, when I got home. Oh, oh my God. Terrible. Well, just in case I missed something since I left early. Oh, you're such a manager. You know what I missed? Nothing. <laughs> you're such I mean, a corporate boy. Look, listen. I'm assuming they're tracking if we're actually using it on our phone. Oh, for sure. So I feel like I have to check it at least once a night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you just open up whatever the app is. You open that up and just let it sit on on the table until the like uh, sleep mode kicks in five minutes later. Yeah, there you go. I didn't actually look at it, but it looks like I looked at it for five minutes and then it went instantly to sleep. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've locked so much down now that I always get like a spam digest email. Uh, so like I check it, I look for the spam digest, I delete it, and then it shows that, you know, I did something on it. Right away. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. All right. Time for me to skedaddle. It's way too late. It's past my bedtime. Amen. But what a glorious episode. Thank you. What a great episode. Jumping on, Mr. Martin. Yes. Thank you for the one person still listening. Thank you, Julian. Thank you, Julian. You're the best. Uh, That's it. We're not going to do an outro because we already did one. Right. Don't need to. See ya. (laughs) 